It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Welcome back, guys. On today's show, what's the continuing troubling trend in our airport? Also, this week in roller coasters, and how did over 10,000 people hit New York, I'm sorry, North Carolina lottery this past drawing, and get ready for the moon wobble. All this and much, much more will be discussed here on Deacon Live. How are you? How are things? How are things going? Are you feeling okay? Is the weather getting hot enough for you out there? I think the ground temperature over in the Pacific Northwest on the ground registered at 130 degrees, which is the hottest it's ever been. Temperature, floor temperature wise and over to my far right hand side we have it dan how are you i'm good it's good to be back here in new york or north carolina <laughs> whatever you call it i get the two confused because we got family that live up in new york and we're always talking about new york it's either florida north carolina or new york in those three patterns i don't really talk about in our personal conversations we don't talk about any other states okay new york has the skyscrapers just try to remember that they do they do <laughs> skyscraper now dan you just came back from not new york where'd you come back from i came back from boston i went there for four days. And unfortunately or fortunately, was it a good trip, bad trip? How did it go? Well, it was a bad trip, but it ended out well. I had to go up. My brother passed away from cancer. Oh, sorry to hear that. Sorry and to hear that. I was able to be there and be in the room and stay with him so he didn't have to die alone. That was the good thing. But you, So he passed away while in your presence? Yes. Yep. My, my nephew and I were in the room with him when wow, he passed that's, away. I've never actually sat there and watched, in, not in a dark sense, I've never actually sat there and watched anyone pass away in front of me. I've seen people dying, but never like that's it He's, yeah this he, is this the second time and it's it's not easy but it's the right thing and i felt better for doing it now dan do you travel a lot when you i mean you're you're semi-retired uh your profession is an, an it guy and what does it stand for by the way i mean information and technology so and you're an it guy and that's what you do as a as a hobby slash your part-time work outside of the show yeah and i don't do any of that i don't travel for any of that you know travel in my car for places but not on i don't fly on the planes for that or anything the reason why i ask is because i've always anytime uh my wife and i go somewhere uh whether it's yellowstone or just a small trip to like a, a three-day getaway over to like georgia somewhere we always get like magnets you know some kind of souvenir uh, we do save some of those in t-shirts now what do you normally get what's your main thing like some people will get like magnets some people will get like a snow globe oh look at my snow globe co- collection some people will get those little teaspoons i don't understand yeah. the teaspoons thing. no i don't understand that i get the I like the little magnet that has the town that you're in. Right. You know, entering this town. So. And, and, and like shots. People get like shot 
glasses. Oh, that's my shot glass from New Orleans. I had good times on that. I broke the first three, so I bought another one. And then, you know, shot glass or, or thimbles. I've even seen thimbles that people collect from other towns. Yeah, and a lot of it, we just take a ton of pictures and say, pictures of every place we've seen. Yeah, but you can't put those up on your, your refrigerator or you can't showcase them in the house somewhere. Some people, like I said, the little teaspoons, they'll hang them up in the house and they'll have like an actual rack, you know, like a spice rack. And they'll have all these little spoons and you got to look at them and you're like going, oh, really? Yeah. I'm glad I'm not those some people. But they're not, they have no, I don't understand how the, what the teaspoons, how that, how, I can see other stuff, like a shot glass. I can see that. I can see a magnet. I can see a t-shirt. I can see, what else? What yeah. else do they have out there? I understand less thing, <laughs> less things every day, what people would do. Now, my wife and I, we have, we have two bulldogs. We have one that's 11 years old, and we have one that's 14 and a half years old, which is unheard of for a bulldog or anyone at that size. Uh, or a dog that size to live that long. And so she's an old lady and my wife wants to get another dog. I'm like, no, 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 wait, let's, we got to focus our attention on these two old dogs um, and make sure that they have all our undivided attention and that everything goes well with them, you know, on their way out. So I said, hold off on the dog. She's like, well, can I get a cat? Oh yeah, sure. You you can get a cat because cats are kind of independent and they don't require as much attention and stuff. So my wife and I went down to the Humane Society over here in, in Union County and we adopted uh, two cats. Now, of course, when she walked in there, there was probably maybe two dozen cats in there from older cats to kittens that are like four, six weeks old. Um, and she wanted to take them all home. Are they male and female? Uh, they are male and female, and they are both from two different litters. You know, I said, if you're going to get two cats, make sure you get a boy cat or girl cat or just two brothers or two sisters or whatever the, the combination there are from the litter. So we went in there, and she looked at the cats, and, you know, they're, the cats are all falling, meow, 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 take me home to get me out of here. And then there's some cats are just like, mm. oh, here comes another human. Mm-hmm. Well, cats are like that. They are like that. I said to my wife, I'm like, well, ask which cats came in together. And, of course, the lady comes in and goes, that one and that one. And, of course, one of them is the one that we want, and the other one we do not want. <laughs> because they were both rambunctious. I'm like, babe, can you imagine you with two rambunctious cats with your full-time job and what we do here on the French and you taking care of all that stuff? Now, for those of you who don't know, we broadcast just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, a beautiful little town we like to call Marshville. We have 22-some-odd acres here. We have horses, chickens, and cattle, and dogs, and now we have more cats. We have two more cats. And I said, uh, we've got too much stuff going on. You need one that's going to be playful and then one that's going to be, you know, it's kind of docile, you know, yeah. that you can just like a lap cat that's not going to paunt you or dig their nails in you <laughs> at the spur of a moment. So sure enough, we got two of them and I'll post that over on the uh, Deacon Live section and the way you see that is go to ProfitRadio.com click on Deacon Live and you can see for every podcast we do, we also have matching video as well as everyone's watching us live here. Uh, we'll probably cut the live stream off here. This is just a test so everyone can see us what's going on here. Uh, so we have the two cats and the two cats are in the back bathroom not the back bathroom the on the west wing of the house i know baller right west wing of the house they're they're locked up in there they have their own bowl they have their own thing so we have two cats two cats one that's um it, uh, one is like an orange tabby we call it cheeto and the other one is like a it's a calico uh, cheeto's a boy and then the other one's a long-haired gray calico gray and tan calico and her name is trisket okay now the dogs aren't looking at these cats saying oh i'm on my way out now they've got replacements for me i only have a few more days no the dogs are looking like hey this was my house and they'll sit there and they're bulldogs so they go zero to 60 in 2.3 days they get you know they can jump
jump about four inches at a jolt, and then they're, they're, they're down. They're out. They sleep. But their bark is much worse than their bite. So she'll sit there, and we've got one of those, those spring-loaded gates in the, in the hallway so the, the cats can't get out, and uh, the dogs will sit there and look through the gate, and they'll go, Wait, wait, I mean, the cats can't climb over a gate? Well, it, they can, but the dogs, they need to escape things. Actually, here, you ready for this? this is I'm what, ready. This is what actually happens. So you know those spring-loaded gates that I'm talking about, right? Yes. You, you wide them up to the, the width of the, the hallway. Now, the molding that we have on the bottom is a good six to eight inch molding on the floorboards. So the, the gate sits on top of the molding. So it's got a gap, a, a crawl space, if you may, underneath the, the gate that's about four to six inches tall. So the cats can go up and under, but the dogs are too fat. They can't even get their head under it. So, mm-hmm. so the cats like teasing, nah, 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 and then zip right underneath the gate and just kind of bounce around and the dogs run up to the gate and kind of slide and bounce off the gate. Okay. Well, it seems like it should be good. The cats should be safe. Well, the cats, you know, they know it's a safe place and that's where they can get to. That's what I got. Now, Dan, you have cats. Do you have any uh, animals or anything like that? We have a stray cat, black and white cat, that sits on our porch and comes up to the door and she will let my wife pet her. And then we, we, you know, we have a bunch of stray cats in the neighborhood and we have plenty of deer in our neighborhood. Now, you had a dog. You had a dog at one time. Yeah, we had a black lab named Katie. Now, would you ever get another dog again? And if you did, I mean, I'm assuming you would go down in the Humane Society and grab one. Yeah, we would get a rescue dog, but we'd we'd want to get a big dog, 70, 80 pounds. Why would you? Why do you want a big dog like that, Dan? You now, Dan. I don't want to say anything bad, but you are an older couple, and yeah. the older that you get, the smaller your dogs get. No, not well with me. I we just watched a dog for five weeks now. A dog named Marley that was totally insane, and she was about twenty pounds, and just a crazy nutty dog. When I went up to Boston, she would go and sit by the window downstairs and look down the driveway, waiting for me to come home. She did that for four days. Now, see, a lot of people like I say, a lot of people, older people like to get smaller dogs because a couple things: one, they're small. They don't eat a whole lot. Two, they can pick them up and they can, you know, if for whatever reason the dog got out of control, Dan, you could probably take it. A big 80-pound dog? Dan, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know you're a man and all, yeah. but I think that 80-pound dog would take you down. Yeah, we've we've always liked big dogs. And then and the, and the third thing, am I on three? I'm on three, is um shedding. You know, the big dogs shed a lot of hair. And so that just means more housekeeping for your wife oh, or yes. for you, whoever yes. does the housekeeping. Um, we both do it, but she usually does most of the vacuuming. So that's why a lot. Of, that's why you see all these older people with little chihuahuas and, and the, the Mitsuapsus or whatever those dogs that don't shed. They always have to go to the hair salon and get their hair done. I always get a kick when you see a guy that's like 6'4 and 275 pounds and solid muscle and a wife beater t-shirt and he's walking a little poodle that weighs about 10 pounds. And it, Just looking at that always cracks me up. Alright, uh, when we come back, we'll dive deep into the show here. We're just getting started. got lots to get into today. And uh, this article that a woman or an ad that a woman put in a paper about how to get rid of her dog that she was fostering. And we'll dive into that here in just one sec. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. A remake from a 1923 opera, Deep in My Heart. This is Victoria Sunshine. For more information, go to ProfitRadio.com. Anybody feed the dog? You're listening to... Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Yeah! 
Beacon Live now presents you Gloria Ann Davis with her latest song, Something About Jesus. All the way from Taylor, Michigan, her new album is coming out this September called God Working Miracles. You can find her on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, and right here on Profit Radio as well. Something about my Jesus. He answers when they call. Something up on my Jesus. He catches me when they call. Welcome back to Deacon Live. Make sure you follow us on all your social networks, and the way you do that is go to Proper Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on the social contacts, and while you're there, you can get yourself some free swag. we got some free stickers, Um, we'll package them up, send them out to you. All you have to do is just click on that, tell us what package you want. And speaking of packages, over to my far right-hand side, I have IT Dan. How are you? I'm doing great. Good afternoon. And um, Dan just got back from Boston? Yep, from the suburbs of Boston. From the suburbs of Boston, and unfortunately went up there for good and bad reasons as well. And everything's he's doing okay. I, I'm assuming that you are right. Yeah, things are still sinking in. Okay. Um. Now, my wife. Something that I can't get my wife to to sink into her brain is here on the French. Now, for those of you who don't know, we have 22 some odd acres, and a part of having 22 some odd acres with animals and stuff is flies. We have flies, and we have the the little bug sprayers or the little um. They sell them for barns, and it's a small canister. Have you ever seen like Airwick has a, a an aerosol can that goes into a, like an automatic machine? And every, like, nine minutes, it goes... Yeah, but sprays, I've seen them in restrooms, too, for air fresheners. Yeah, same so thing. same concept. So we have one that, that does it for flies. So for every 36 minutes, it goes... And just puts this mist out. Now, whether it's getting rid of the flies or not, but we still get them in the house. Now, I went out to the store and bought just regular bug spray. It says for spiders and ants. We had a little ant problem for a while because the dogs were... Their food was getting on the floor. Nobody was picking it up. So the ants, of course, like that sweet sugar that's in dog food, I'd spray spray the, the ant killer on the floor. So then my wife goes, oh my God, look at all these flies. And we were outside on the back porch. Look at all these flies around our shoes and stuff. So I grabbed the bug killer and sprayed like all the shoes. She's like, that's not going to work. I'm like, what do you mean it's not going to work? She's like, that's bug killer. That's not fly killer. And I go, or fly spray. And I go, what's the difference? They're both, they both have an ecosystem or ectoskeleton on the outside. Well, no, that, you need fly spray for flies and ant spray for ants. Yeah, there is a difference. All right, yeah. But what's the difference? Okay, well, the fly spray has, has more toxic chemicals in it, and it's meant to knock down the fly in the air, whatever's flying around, and kill it immediately, where the bug spray is less toxic, healthier for the people in the house, and that's where the bugs walk through it to get it on their feet, and they, they eat it, and they eventually die. It's slower, but it's safer for the homeowner inside. So you're saying if I spray bug if I had a, a group of flies, hi, help me, and I took fly or bug killer and sprayed it on the flies, they're not going to die. I think they will. They may die, but it may take longer. Most of the time, you, should, you have the other spray because they're in midair and you're trying to catch them. You know, knock them down while, while they're in space. So, wa- what about wasp spray and fly spray? Can I do the both? Same, both on the on the same thing? Do you want to have a show next week? That's the whole question. All this toxic chemical in your house. Hold on, yeah. I, I got a phone call. <laughs> I, I told, sorry, that phone call totally lost my train of thought. Anyway, so my wife said. Fly spray, bug spray, and all that, uh, it, it's not the same thing. And I'm like, it it does the, the same purpose. It, one might take longer, one might not take longer. Now, I know that ant killer, this is my professionalism, ants, you ever seen them? They, they follow a trail. It looks like they're on, like, the Oregon Trail. Yeah. Um, there's a pheromone that they secrete, so the ant behind them knows where they're going. And ant spray is designed to eliminate that odor. 
so they don't know where to go. So if you spray, like, I always do this just to check it out. If you see a, a, a trail of ants going up the wall, just take your aerosol can and just spray a line right across the middle of it, and you'll see all the, the ants behind it will just not cross over it because it's poison, but just completely lose where they're supposed to go. Like, you'll watch the chain kind of break down as the ants go crazy. Anyway, so there oh, you go. Yeah, and I mean, I use boiling water <laughs> or I use some... Um you use a magnifying glass? I've been. T- I used it when I was a kid. I did it. I wouldn't do it here because you, you just have red ants that are going to hurt you. Otherwise, I'd be doing it. Now, this guy, speaking of red ants, this guy had turned red when he tried to rob a bank. Now, I know that robbing a bank in today's society seems like just a, a, like only on the movies, right? Yep, that's all I ever see it. <laughs> well, this gentleman right here actually robbed a bank. And what are the one things when you rob a bank you always look out for? Or the, or the uh, There's two things that they when you're robbing a bank they tell you to watch out for. They say one is the silent button. Get your hand off the button! And the other one is what? You want to watch out and make sure there's none of the exploding money packs. And I thought that's just an urban myth as far as, like, that was a 90s thing or an 80s thing. Because everyone was, like, stealing money out of banks and they'd run and the paint would explode and boom. When's the last time you heard of someone robbing a bank and uh, the capsule exploded in the dye pack? Um, I do, do hear it on the news. Do you really? Yeah. Well, this guy right here. A suspect bank robbery faces multiple charges after a surveillance video of a dye pack explosion tips the community off and led to his arrest. This is in Newark, New Jersey. 27-year-old Newark man walked into a Capital One bank around 10 a.m. on July 3rd wearing a backpack and handed a note written on a withdrawal slip. The note originally said, I have a gun. Give me all your money from the register, please, and no one will get hurt. Well, at least he was polite about yeah. it. He walked out of the bank with $2,500. Twenty, You could rob someone else for more than 20 no, for, for the for the amount of jail time you get for robbing the bank. Because that's a federal offense. Yes. Unbeknownst to him, a dime pack, had, the teller had slipped into the p- cash and actually was caught on surveillance video as a gentleman left the bank. Now, here's a video. For those of you who want to see this video, go to ProfitRadio.com. Click on Deacon Lime. Uh, for every podcast we do, we also have a matching video as well. Make sure all the sound's up. So this is a camera across the street from the bank. Now, you can see the Capital One Bank here in the left-hand corner. Let me blow this up. Can I blow this up? All right, let's try it. So there's no sound to this, so I'll just kind of explain it. It looks like a rainy day or it just got done raining the streets are a little wet the windshield wipers are still going and here comes the guy right here he's got his backpack on he's got a mask on and now he's got this big plume of pink smoke <laughs> coming out and he ditches the the money pack here it goes one more time ditches it out so i mean that's kind of weird that it's caught on tape because the reason why they do the the die pack is for what oh that well that's so you're going to catch a lot of the criminals and it's going to deter other per- criminals now that looked more of like a pink smoke than a die pack because a die pack would go boom and coat all the money with the colored dye that you can't get off plus the guy himself that was uh was covered in dye yeah, it's going to work. It, it does its job. It's going to work good. Okay, well, my, my sister-in-law was working in a satellite bank. She was the only one there. And a woman came in and handed her note, says, give me all your money. And my sister-in-law looked at the note, crumpled it up and threw it back. And she goes, not happening on my shift. And the girl came back and said, they have my child. If I don't do this, they're going to keep my child. And so she told the girl, if you're under duress, I'll give you the money. But you have to take off your sunglasses and your hat and look at the camera. So we can identify you. And the girl did that. She she was arrested within 20 minutes, and the FBI and the and the police came down and talked to my sister-in-law and said, Kristen, treat bank robbers like the best customer ever. Do not do this. Well, they always say, you know, my wife, my wife, my wife or my life is not worth the money, right? So here's the video one more time so you guys can see how a red dye pack explodes in the bank robbery. Now, here's the thing. He walked out with 2500 bucks. O'Hara said the police has, uh, released the, the video. Oh, God, shut up. Are you new here? I am new here. Okay. Ten years doing this thing. Uh, I am thankful to the community members for responding to 
the request some tips regarding the identity of the whereabouts of the suspect. So they're still looking for him. Uh, and here's the video uh, just so you can see. Here he is. And look at it. It's just like it's starting to smoke. But it looks like he, he knew exactly what pack it was and threw that one pack out. I don't know. Yeah, he reached in and grabbed it. Yeah, it looked like he grabbed that out of his pocket. Anyways, speaking of uh, getting rid of something that you don't want, I say you don't want. This woman right here, a Houston woman, creates a comical expletive filled adoption page for her hellion foster dog Hank. So this woman right here is trying to, uh, she's fostered a dog and she's trying to find the best comical way to have this dog adopted. Dan, you want to take this over? Yeah. And she writes, we're all tired of Hank. Not because we don't love him, we're just tired. It's like he drank all our coffee, the foster mom said. The foster mom of a one-year-old dog named Hank is seriously ready for him to be adopted. The Siberian black mouth cur is currently up for adoption, and his foster parent, Christine Clowder, recently created a hilarious webpage to help Hank find his forever home fast. The site is entitled, Please Adopt This Hellion, and features extensive information about the active pup. He knows all the commands, such as sit, down, shake, and why you so effing mental. Stop <laughs> chewing on that. You can say bad words. And then. get in your fucking kennel. He'll fucking stand between your legs while you're cooking and trip you while you're holding knives. He's 54 pounds of pure, unadulted kinetic injury with eyes like the ocean. The adoption ad notes that Hank is loyal and neutered to keep others from being subjected from any of his hell spawn. <laughs> but most of all, he has energy to burn. We're all tired of Hank. Not because we don't love him, we're just tired. It's like he drank all of our coffee, the note adds. That, that's hilarious. Now, that's, there you go, Dan. I said you you wanted a dog that was like, what, 60, 70, 80 pounds? You could yeah. get Hank. You get Hank the dog. Now, let's see if I can pull up the picture here, if the internet's going to cooperate with me. Just try to picture a dog, you know, four legs and well, a tail. No, it's actually, it, it's a, um, a Siberian black mouth cur, which is, it looks like a, almost like a, um, like Scooby-Doo, but a smaller dog, like a 60-pound version of Scooby-Doo. It's got the long black snout, the tan or golden short-haired fur, and he's just sitting there looking like, hey, what's going on? I'm a cool dog. I'm a, I'm a best dog in the world, is what they're saying. So there you go. There's Hank, if you want to adopt him. Uh, this is over in, did it say where it was at? In uh, Houston. So if you're in the Houston area, you want to adopt Hank the Hellion, uh, go ahead and, and adopt him. You just have to have a lot of patience for it. I like that. That was nice. All right. When we come back, uh, we'll dive into the show. Are you tired of your job? Are you hungry and you're tired of your job? All in the same sentence. We'll dive into that here when we come back. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. to be objective, always making assessments. You can plan all you want, but not for your life. You're listening to Melania SX with her latest song, Soap Your Love. You can find out more information by going to profitradio.com. You're listening to This is Between Me and That Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. That filthy cheap slut. You're listening to the best new rock here on Profit Radio. Stick around, we'll be right back. Deacon Live now presents you Yauto Creep with his latest song, 2016. Being an asshole in school and now out in the real world, life is tough. Let's go back to being in high school. For more information, go to ProfitRadio.com. Back to Tito's and a fan of I hit bottom cause I got too nice Yeah, I do better as an asshole Taking shoes and what I moves, such a hassle Breaking hearts, what I did cause I had a 
make examples. Time looking out for people when I already got my hands full. Like, Welcome back to Deacon Live. You want something for free? Of course you do. Everyone wants something for free. And the way you get something free from Deacon Live is go to Profit Radio, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on Deacon Live or click on the free swag section and fill out the little form. We've got magnets. we got stickers. We have a whole bunch of different packs and stuff for you. Just fill out the little form. Believe me, I'm not going to do anything with your email address. I've said that a million times. We just sent out, I think, two, 200 and 230 envelopes the other day with a whole bunch of stickers on it. And speaking of helping me send all these stickers out, over to my far right-hand side is IT Dan. How are you? Yeah. I work for less money if I don't have to do that again. <laughs> you were here, and I appreciate all your help. You were here the other day, and you were licking all the envelopes. I'm like, Dan, why are you licking all the envelopes? I said, just get a wet sponge and just put the, the sticky part on the sponge. Oh, that glue makes you feel good. After about 10 envelopes. <laughs> well, were you hungry after that, or were you pretty much full? No, all I was thinking about was a Seinfeld episode when George's fiance died from the glue on the envelope. Oh, really? That's one of the episodes. <laughs> well, I know that they say that for every time you lick an envelope, I think it's like .001 calories. So you probably have, you did about 230 envelopes, so you have probably like .2 calories that you've ingested. Yeah, and I had trouble driving home, but I was okay. Okay. Speaking of getting something for free and being a couple calories in the same sense, Subway, our friends over at Subway. I know Dan says, you always talk about Subway. I'm like, every week they're in the news and they're they're trying to get themselves to be up and coming and trying to battle with all these other companies that, that have got larger bank accounts than they do. Subway is giving away one million sandwiches. And here's how to get one, Dan. Are you ready? Yeah. We all love free samples, but what about a free sub? We promise we're not pulling your leg, as the article mentions. Subway plans to give away one million six-inch sandwich subs for free to more than 10,000 of its locations. The Global Sandwich Empire reportedly offered this special promotion as part of his Eat Fresh Refresh campaign. And now, for those of you who don't know, they were having problems with the tuna, saying that the tuna is not tuna. They, I just read an article the other day that said, yes, it is tuna. We're, changing, we're completely revamping our whole entire, the way we do our menu, the way we do our, our, our veggie cuts and our meat cuts. But yes, the only thing we're not changing is the tuna because tuna is tuna is what they're saying. Do you think if, there was, if Subway wasn't the only store within a 20-mile radius of you, we wouldn't be talking about it? There's not any stores <laughs> within a 20-mile radius of us. You have to go 25. And then maybe you get a, um, I think there's a Bojangles. Are you familiar with Bojangles? Um, as far as Bojangles is concerned, Kathy and I went to Arby's and we looked across the street and they were putting a building up and it had two round arches on the top of it. Not like McDonald's arches, but two arches. And we're looking at it and go, what kind of store are they put in there? Nobody knew. Nothing on Google. Then I went and looked at fast food restaurants. They're putting a Bojangles in there. But there's already a Bojangles water block down the street. I think they're just going to tear down the old one. It's like uh, Lewis Black says, you know, I walked in the Starbucks, and I know when I cross the street, I know when I look up, there's not going to be another Starbucks. And I looked across the street, and there was another Starbucks. Yeah, there were four <laughs> in one corner. I think it was Florida. And he was talking about the ones up in New York. Now, do you go through the drive through at all, Dan? Yeah, sometimes. But... Now, do you check your order before you leave the drive through or you just kind of put it in their trust? Now, all the, all the restaurants. Restaurants now want 15. I saw McDonald's themselves were offering $20 here in uh, Rowan County to start. 20 bucks an hour to start in Rowan County. And where, where's Rowan County in, in comparison to us, Dan? Uh, just a little farther north, maybe maybe 45 miles from me. Now, do you think that neighborhood is prominently middle class, lower class, upper class? I th- it's, a, it's a mixture. Is it, it, th- they're offering 20 bucks to start. And it didn't say, like, managers. It said fry cook. It said cashiers starting at 20 bucks an hour to 
start. Now, do you, you trust the people when they give you your food? Usually I pull over just because I'll find out they didn't put the ketchup in. Or... Now, I'll stick my hand in there. If I say I, I ordered two sandwiches and fries, I stick my hand in there and go, okay, there's sandwich one, there's sandwich two, and then there's a fry. I don't sit there and open. Amy will. My wife will. She'll open it up and go, God damn it, they fr- pickles, no pickles. I want it, you know, and complain, yeah. everything like that. Over in Auburn, Maine, a Maine woman was unhappy when she found in her son's happy meal. Dan, you want to read this for me right here? Oh, uh, yeah. An employee at a McDonald's restaurant in Auburn, Maine, is accused of illegally selling prescription drugs to another employee who then unknowingly dropped them into the boy's happy meal. According to a Facebook post by the Auburn Police Department, Michael Survey, 43, of Turner, and Maria Grant, 29, of Auburn, were arrested. Seve was charged with unlawful possession of Schedule W drugs, a misdemeanor. Grant was charged with unlawful trafficking in Schedule W drugs, a felony. What's, Imagine what, that. Now, what's I've heard Schedule 1, Schedule 2. What's Schedule W? That I do not well, know. Take a second or two and look that up and see what Schedule W drugs is. Because to me, I know that they say, for example, if you take your husband or your wife's pills or even like your child's pills and you have, get popped for a drug test and you go, well, I, I tested positive for whatever that's illegal. And they go, well, do you have a prescription for that? And they go, no, I took my husband or my wife's or whatever, or my mom's or my dad's. That is illegal itself, taking medication that is not prescribed for you. Uh, Schedule W drugs have certain amounts of heroin, cocaine, oxycodone, or meth- methamphetamines in them. That's what Schedule so W is. So Schedule W, this guy had a prescription from somewhere, something that contained one of those or if not a combination thereof. Yeah, but the person wouldn't have dropped them in the bag by mistake if they hadn't already taken a couple Maybe, of them. Think about this. Think of, I'm going to say Antonio because that's, <laughs> that's I'm just pulling it out of the air. Antonio's got like three Happy Meal boxes set up there. You know, the, the it's got the little arches on it. It's a little box and you kind of close the lid on it. And he's like, all right, this one's for Tyrese when Tyrese gets here. I'm going to get this to Tyrese. And then Julia comes over, not knowing that Antonio stuck the pills in, in Tyrese's Happy Meal, fills the box up with a hamburger and stuff and hands it to little Timmy who just pulled up with his mom from uh, Auburn. Where are they from? Auburn. Maine. Auburn, Maine, and hands them, and mommy goes, oh, look at I, my special toy, my Happy Meal toy, is a rattle. It's a rattle. Look at it. Wee! Rattle, rattle, rattle. And the mom goes, holy Christ, what's this? And then... In all honesty, if I lived in Auburn, Maine, I'd probably be taking drugs, too. Now, have you ever seen the movie, I'm dating myself way, way, way back, it's called Loverboy with Patrick Dempsey, when Patrick Dempsey was like 18 years and old. he had the real curly, curly he hair. He had the real yeah. curly hair, and he worked for a pizza delivery company. There was a guy that was like his friend that worked with him that was like, hey man, you know, I don't do it for the pizza, I do it for the ladies. And he's like, what are you talking about? He goes, they have a certain code. And when they ask for extra anchovies, that's me. Extra anchovies. Because extra anchovies means they're not eating the pizza, they're taking the sausage. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So he started doing he started doing that and getting the extra anchovies. And so that was the key word. We want extra anchovies on the pizza. Extra anchovies. And so that was the big code word. And of course one lady actually wanted extra anchovies and he showed up as a stripper and he was like, get out of here! You know, so it's... Oh, okay. And the mayhem ensued. Good old 1980s movie. Classic 1980s movie. You should look it up. It's called Loverboy. Now, speaking of 1980s uh, movies, you ever eaten a Burger King, Dan? Yes. You like Burger King? I like how they used to be with the flame broiled burgers. What do you mean the fl- how they used to be? Now they, they're they all cooked somewhere else and they have marks on the meat. But they, they, still run them through, they still run them through... No. It, it, there's a fire. It's got this chain link tray that runs through the fire and it just... Not at the one in Albemarle. Well, I, I not went that th- one, maybe. I went through hoops and I had them cook me four meals and they were all awful. Well, if you want to hear those stories, you can go yeah. back to past podcasts where Dan was talking about that. Now, in Lincoln, Nebraska, employees 
and general manager at a Lincoln, Nebraska Burger King all said, we quit. Admit the deteriorating work conditions. Use the restaurant sign, the marquee out front, to let everyone know. Dan, read this for me, what it says. Yeah, it says, we all quit, the sign at the burger said. Sorry for the inconvenience. Rachel Flores, who had served as general manager since January, had put in her two weeks notice, and eight other employees also did, just before deciding to post the message on the sign. We have gone through so many district managers since I've been GM, she said. No one has come to the store to help me out. They're so in and out. They're showing a picture of the sign that says, we all quit. Sorry for the inconvenience. So are they doing like, they're giving you the middle finger and then kind of like, sorry? You know, I feel bad <laughs> well, for giving you the middle finger? Because well, that's what they're saying. We all we all quit. Middle finger and then sorry for the inconvenience. I would have said, fuck that. Give me some help in here or something. Yeah. Or, but, or blame someone else. Because that's the way the sound well, or I the think so- that, sign I think, reads. I think they generally felt sorry for their customers. Laura said the restaurant is short-staffed and she would end up working 50, 60 hours a work week. You're a general manager or a manager. That's your you're expected. You're yeah. the head of the ship. She said at one point they did not have a working air condition. Now, that now I would leave after that in the kitchen where temperatures could reach 90 degrees. Flores had to go to the hospital after becoming dehydrated. Dan, you know that feeling. Yep, so. I've gone through that a few times. Employees had joked Friday about putting up a message and on Saturday they put up on the message on one side of the billboard. We wanted to put up a a sign to say, you know, sorry, it's really not going to be anyone here, uh, just as a laugh to upper management. That got put up on Saturday just before we opened. They didn't think anyone was going to notice because we did it one side of the sign. So there you go. So now it got posted on Facebook. Flores' boss was fired later that day. The location is still open, and Burger King did not comment on that as well. So, I mean... And I mean, I guess nowadays you can get hired at any any other place for twenty bucks an hour. Yeah, I mean, you you have the actual benefit. You, the cards are in your court. The ball is in your pocket. You have leverage. You have leverage, and uh, you can go and say, like I said uh, a while back, there was a Taco Bell, and right next to that was a Bojangles, and right next to that was a Sonic, and every single one of them said now hiring. Yeah. And it's like you just sit there and go, okay, three restaurants right here. I mean, literally within walking distance, door to door of each other. Who's going to hire me for the most? Yeah, we have we have probably twenty. Any stores along the strip in Album Island, all of them help wanted. All right, uh, when we come back, we'll get into the show a little bit more. And uh, you guys, uh, are you a roller coaster fan, Dan? I haven't been on one in years. Now, with everyone, now it's the summertime, and everyone's getting back out there, and we're all being now granted the there's Delta virus and stagments of ligaments of, of variations of the COVID nineteen virus. People are getting out there, and they're getting into like your theme parks and those places that pop up in parking lots. Well, this was a bad week for everyone in general riding on roller coasters, and we'll dive into that when we come back. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Prof Radio. I'll be right back. You're listening to our tour. This is his latest song, What It Means. For more information, go to properradio.com. It's kind of like a penis if you could do if a penis had knuckles. Right. Does your penis have knuckles? I named my penis Knuckles. Penis. And this is what's happening in your world tonight. 407 <laughs> 
Deacon Live now presents you 7731. Listen up, Rick Ross, all the way from Chicago. This is his latest song called Right My Wrongs, featuring Smooth Life. Don't wake up, don't let me die alone. Grandma touched the sky low, don't let mama cry low. Cause it been through shitty, been through hell, won't let them cry low. I won't let you slide alone, side by side, won't die alone. Cause I'll say he with it, I'ma get it, that's my ride alone. Is it right beside a crow? Welcome back to Deacon Live. Don't forget for all the musical guests or the musical artists that you hear on Deacon Live, they are unsigned bands. They we support them and show them some love as well. And the way you do that is go to profitradio.com and you can see all the songs and the music that's being played here on Deacon Live. Show them some love as much as you showed us some love as well. Now, over to my far hand side, speaking of showing love, is IT Dan. How are you? I'm doing great this afternoon. Doing good. good. All right, good, good. Good. Um, now, Dan, are you a, a fan of roller coasters? Now, with everyone being released out in the public, and you've got all these little like uh, we used to have the Strawberry Festival, we used to have Pioneer Days, and everyone's got like some kind of roller coaster. And when I was working for the production company, we would have to go and set up all like these events, and and it's a traveling circus. You know, you got these morons that are high on meth and scheduled W drugs that are putting these things together, and then they're there for two weeks, and then they break everything down and they move to the next town. Are you a big fan of roller coasters? I used to be a big fan when I was a kid, and I'd ride on them, scared to death of them. But right now, one of the great advantages of being old is all I got to do is get out of my chair really fast, and I get that same excitement, the same adrenaline as you know, as a roller coaster. Now, I told you I worked for Universal Studios when Islands of Adventure first opened up, and one of the things that the park would do, uh, the, we had Dueling Dragons, which is no longer there anymore. They also had the Hulk coaster. They would have to, by law, they would have to run the coasters for 30 minutes prior to opening. They would just run them with nobody on them. Nobody on them. You know, and they would come in and then oh. and take back off again. So every time if I had to do an opening shift, I would get there an hour early and jump on the roller coaster and just literally like sit there and like read a book or listen to my headphones and just ride the thing for a half hour. You know, would come into the port. And then, and just ride it until <laughs> I had to be on my spot for the fireworks. Yeah, and I um, I had those headphones. can't think of the name of them. The headphones you put with your phone. I have no idea. The virtual reality headphones. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I had the virtual reality headset. And they Wait, had a, hold, hold on. They're called VR headsets okay. for all the kids out there? Okay. All right. Yep. I had the VR headset, and they had a roller coaster, and that even bothered me. I just It felt like I was falling out of my chair. Now, speaking of falling out of your chair, this is a scary situation. So if you want to see this video, if you've never seen a video here on Deacon Live, this would be the time to see it. Now, this is a scary situation over in Traverse City in Michigan. There is a, a ride that's it looks like a big platform, right? Everyone sits on it and faces like out. So it's like almost like you're sitting in a movie theater. Okay. And the platform has a counterbalance on the other side. So the platform will go up and around in a circle clockwise and then come back around up around counterclockwise and it just and you're sitting in it just going up and down and up and down in this big circle it's a pivoting it's a pivoting thing so this happened over on july 9th this past weekend in michigan i want you to watch this video dan describe exactly what's going on and for those of you who want to watch this video go to profitradio.com click on deacon live and for every podcast we do we have a matching video that you can see this as we're talking so here you go there's a little bit of noise but you can see what's going on so it's going up. You see right here? Watch this right here. See it coming up off the ground? 
Oh yeah, the whole base of the base of the unit is tilting backwards off the ground, and everyone's running up yep. to it and, and grabbing a hold of it, trying to put their weight on it and, and pull. <laughs> they're pulling on the fence. Oh, and then, I mean, you could get seriously hurt. I'm trying to help somebody. They're pretty, yeah, pretty brave people helping out. They're already trying to shut the the ride down. Now this yeah. is called the magic. Can you make that out there? Let's see if I can back this up so we can see what it is. Mistake Mountain. I think. <laughs> Mistake Mountain. Magic carpet is what it's called. So all the patrons of the there's coach he's not there, yeah. but look how far this the look how high it's coming up off the ground. That's about two feet off the ground. Yeah, the, the, and um, I I think I got to give credit to these people, the bystanders coming by and and risking themselves to save people's lives. Yeah, putting the weight on the front to yeah. counterbalance the yeah. counterbalance that wasn't strapped to the ground. So everyone's woo, no way. Yeah, Michael, the, get out of there, Michael. Yeah. Yeah, those are very, those are heroes holding on there. How many people do you think there? I'd say fifteen people probably went in there. So fifteen yeah. times two hundred—that's an extra three thousand pounds. Yeah, it it does add up. But that—I mean, that's—I don't know. <laughs> when you see, and this is like one of those in the park or in the parking lot type thing out of like an old abandoned Sears or something like that. My wife saw one the other day as we we're driving around through Monroe. Uh, she's like, "Oh, look! I love going to those things." I'm like, "Babe, do you understand how these things are put together? I mean, they're up and down in two weeks." So I <laughs> I love going to them. Well, no. Yeah, the and I know how I can forget one bolt when I'm putting something in the car. So. Or, you know, when you get done with something, you got extra bolts or something. So here's something that was caught on camera. You know where Carowinds is at, right? Yes, I've been there. Now, describe what Carowinds is for all the people like on the, on the West Coast and stuff. What is Carowinds here in the Carolinas? It's one of the biggest amusement parks. It's a nice place to go on a hot summer day. For it's you know. a permanent yeah. amusement yeah. park. Yeah. Let's Permit- put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> and it's hot as hell. There. What do you mean it's yeah. hot as hell there? Oh, you go there. It's just dying. Everything's out in the sun. <laughs> There's no shade? No. Oh, I melted when I went there. The ride wouldn't kill me. The heat was going to kill me. So caught on camera, empty stroller gets caught on a Carowinds ride. And for more of this part, we'll go to WSOC and make sure that we have this on. There we go. Thrill-seeking time there, but some of the riders got a little extra excitement over the weekend. Take a look at this. Barely pick up the stroller. So it's one of those airplane rides or or where everyone's on a, a chair connected to, like, chains and they spin them around yeah and you have centrifugal force forces you outwards yeah, yeah. so it i guess it nabbed one of the strollers wow those people can be relieved yeah. now but it was scary in that moment this is a ride called mountain gliders and it picked up a stroller as it oh did you see the baby go flying and no it wasn't a baby the ride well thankfully that stroller was empty but it did take some time before it was finally knocked off. Well, thankfully, no one on the ride or on the <laughs> ground was injured during all this. That ride was quickly shut down and inspected, but then was back up and running for the remainder of the day. I think someone prematurely started the ride. All right, let's get a little Timmy on the thing. I don't want to get on a Timmy shop. You're getting on the ride. And Dad puts him in the ride and, and walks away. And then Mom goes, hey, John, where's the stroller? Shit, the ride's going. And I'm sure it just swung around and picked it right up. Yeah, they just they just didn't move the stroller out of the way. Yeah. Time. Well, unfortunately, speaking of not dying on a ride, this woman right here, a woman died after riding a roller coaster, suffered a torn artery and severe blood loss, is what the coroner find after they did the... They the autopsy on her. Now, I've ridden roller coasters. Now, I've never been a big fan of roller coasters other until, you know, I started working for Universal Studios, but I would have panic attacks. I would literally in line have panic attacks and I, I felt like I was going to pass out. People are with, you know, just drink water, drink water. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll be fine. I, it wasn't until I started 
going to Bush Gardens. Now, Bush Gardens has a hospitality house. You know what a hospitality house is, right? No. All right, Bush Gardens no. is is run by Bush, Bush Beer, okay. all that. So the hospitality house will actually let you have free samples because they, they produce a lot of the beer and stuff there. It's Bush Gardens, Bush Beer. Oh. So it's, it's you know. Like a wine tasting. <laughs> it is. So I would go and get a couple free sample, quote unquote, free samples before I would get on the ride. It would mellow me out and I'd ride the ride and I'd be fine. Unfortunately, this one right here, I don't know if she had an underlying condition. A woman who died after riding a roller coaster suffered a torn artery, severe blood loss, like I said, the coroner found. In Brunswick, Ohio, a coroner has determined the cause of death for an Ohio woman who passed away on a roller coaster in an Indiana theme park and later died. Read this for me, Dan. Don Jankovic, 47, and a 17-year-old son took a trip to Holiday World Splashing Safari in southern Indiana. And I'm assuming that's yeah. a permanent park as well. Yes, and they were riding on the voyage, a wooden roller coaster. She was found unresponsive when the roller coaster returned to the station. Paramedics okay. with Holiday Ward uh, responded to render first aid only within minutes later, according to the park's officials. Uh, they took her to the hospital in Jasper, Indiana, where she died. Yeah, and the Du Bois County Coroner's Office said she died from exanguation and evulsion of the thoracic artery, which in English means she suffered severe blood loss and tearing of the artery in her chest. Death was ruled accidental. I've heard of people, and can you imagine that? I guess jarring and turning and, and moving around, it, I guess she Tore an artery in her chest. Is that how I'm yeah. reading it? And I mean, it's 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 possible if you're someone who doesn't that get that kind of exercise, you don't move around much. And I mean, it, there's probably an underlying heart condition, maybe something that was a tear that she had in the artery, you know, that she didn't notice, and that just you know that was the weak spot. Now, so. have you ever had chiro- you ever been to a chiropractor, Dan? Yes. All right. Now there was a stretch there between I think like 2016 to 2018 where chiropractors were being the, the center of attention because they were adjusting people and they were adjusting their neck and stuff and not knowing that I guess they moved the, the neck muscles just right, they would tear an artery like up in the neck and the collarbone area and the person would go home, thank you very much, I feel good, and drive home and then within hours later, they didn't realize that it, it they actually cut or ripped that artery and they bled out and, and died like hours later. Yeah, and, and the only thing they, they associated with is they just went to the chiropractor. And, the, and the, there was a girl that was hit with a hockey puck it hit in the head they brought it to the hospital checked all these different it went through every single possible test she died that night the whiplash effect broken artery in the back of her neck that they couldn't detect i mean it's, and she just bled out inside uh, or? yeah and she just had, had a blood clot from that afterwards and after that in hockey games they have the netting now so the puck can't can't hit, hit what? Can't hit fans. The audience? No, you, hit fans. You're, you're talking about that six-foot plate glass bulletproof no. all around the whole arena? It's no. not good enough? they I got to put no. a net on oh, this little... <laughs> oh, I, I, I've been to hockey games. It, there's plenty of times they come flying over the glass. They've and someone takes a slap shot that you know you got a, a frozen puck that's three inches by one inch coming at you. Now you keep saying a frozen puck. Isn't a yeah. puck just like almost like the essential of like a a car tire tread just pressed tightly? Yeah, it's a solid solid rubber. It's it's much harder plastic. But the reason they have to freeze it, if you put it on the freezing ice and you have a puck that's not frozen, the puck's not going to slide along. It's going to bounce and wobble all over the place. That's why they have coolers full of pucks. And about every two minutes. 
it's they'll go in and grab a new puck and throw it on the ice and get rid of the old one. I think Tom Brady had a cooler full of things that were flating and deflating. Huh? We don't want to go there. We don't want to go there. We're not big sports fans. All right. Yeah. Uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to be uh, up to speed with technology coming up next. So stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. Come to the set if I said he can't. Blood, you know about these hands, but I'm a heavyweight. Blood, no, we've been holding court and he been missing days. It's Mr. Driver and the shooter smooth getaway. You're listening to Chucky B, all the way from Lancaster, California, born and raised in Inglewood. This is his latest song called Slide. For more information, go to ProfitRadio.com. Plays a lot. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live now presents you John Consolvo with his latest song called Open the Sea. Find his new album called Into the Apocalypse. For more information, you can see his new video on ProfitRadio.com. Unlock what my mama once said. She said, boy, don't be alone. But I can't help myself I just can't help myself Not like I didn't know That I was content to be alone I just couldn't help myself Well, truth be told It's quite the mystery Finding that one to touch my soul for all eternity Welcome back to Deacon Live. You want to be heard, everyone wants to be heard. You do as well, and the way you do that is go to ProfitRadio.com, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio. Click on the little blue bar that says Be Heard, and uh, what it does is open up a microphone on your tablet, on your computer, on whatever device that you're listening to us at, and uh, you can leave a voice message. It comes right to our inbox, and you can ask us anything about anything from past podcasts, current podcasts. If you get it in now, we'll play it on the very next podcast as well, and that's the Be Heard section. And also, Being Heard, over my far right-hand side is IT Dan. Yeah, good afternoon. And right now, we're going to do Up to Speed with Technology with IT Dan. I know almost everyone has a Wi-Fi router, and what people don't realize is that there's 
14 channels on that router that you can change from. If you're in an area where there's a lot of people and you're getting interference, you can change from two to three to four. Now I've got a I've got a wireless router. Yep. I've got what what do I have, Dan? You have a Netgear Nighthawk. Uh, Nighthawk. Nighthawk. Which is one of the best ones. And yeah. that is it's got a four point two and a five point whatever. Yeah, five point one gigahertz. So I don't understand the difference between that. Well, if you were in a place that was well, it's higher speeds, but if you were in a place that apartment building and you had you know, 85 people that are all have all on the same channel. You can get interference between them. So you can switch to channel 2, channel 4, channel 6. But what they don't realize is there's a couple channels that are banned in the United States. Channel 12 and 13. Is this like CB radio? They're banned? Yeah, they have, they have, they have different bands. B-A-N-A-D. They're not allowed. They're illegal. That's right. what I'm saying. Okay. And so there's different channels you can go to. But 12 and 13, you can only go on low power because those are used for satellite phones. But channel 14 is banned in the United States. You can actually change your router to 14, but it's illegal in the United States. You kids, don't do this. And that's the frequency that microwaves work at, 2.54 gigahertz. So you're saying that I can... If my internet wireless goes down, I can hook up my microphone to the internet or my no, microwave no. to the internet? <laughs> no, no. But you can, it's the same frequency as a microwave and it's not known whether the signal affects the microwave or vice versa. But that's one that they use for military. So it's just something you can't use that band. That's so one. I think they actually said, when I opened up the, the, the Nighthawk thing, it said don't have this next to a microwave. And that would make sense, I guess. Yeah, it would be a different frequency. I don't think anything should be next to a microwave, probably. <laughs> or next to your router, I would yes. say. Yeah, keep it away from that. So right. how many, I guess, is it like a CB radio? Like there's channels one through, like Breaker Breaker 1-9? Yeah. Yeah, 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 it has different, everything is broadcast on different frequencies. Television stations, you know, satellite dish, all the programs. And you're you saying get. 14 is, is banned? Yeah, 14 is banned. So. And it's only allowed in Japan? In Japan for some strange reason. Maybe the so. military government, yeah. you know. Next time we're over there, we're going to have to ask them. All right, <laughs> maybe we can yeah. talk them into a road trip for Deacon Live. Uh, next thing I want to bring up is browser fingerprinting. And can you block it? You know, Websites, when you're, when you're going to a website, you've all heard of cookies where the, that one website will track you. But browser fingerprinting is a way that can identify you and it can tell what browser you're using, what computer you're using, what chips are in your computer, all these different things. And they can come up with a unique fingerprint. And what they use this mostly for is gathering information about you so they can uniquely identify you just like a fingerprint. And they can use that, and they're going to sell you items. I don't know how many times I've gone on, I've looked at something, and then everywhere I pop up, that item is what, sh showing up everywhere. Yeah, I, I do the same thing. Like if I search for something on, for like at Home Depot, all of my the ad ad choice is is where I see it a lot. You see ads choice, and it's yeah. it always has like close out or something yeah. like that. But it's whatever the last couple things that I've searched for, like in the windows and stuff, we see it all the time here on Deacon Live now. Is this, can they use this CSI style? Like they can, um, like if you do a crime and then you send an email or send something like that out, is that kind of the same thing? No, this, this fingerprint will uniquely identify you. It won't tell them who you are and where you live. It's, it's just going to tell this person who use, has this unique fingerprint likes to shop 
you know, at Amazon.com or he likes, he was looking at lawnmowers last week. And you really can't block this because if you, there are programs that will block it, but they also won't allow you to get on websites if you don't have it. So you have to, you have to accept yeah. the fact. I guess that would be listed somewhere in the terms and agreements when you click on, you yeah, know, if you it, sign it, up for something. And, you know, you all have a unique fingerprint. So when, when you're browsing and you happen to say, you, then next thing you know, you're, you're on Facebook on your phone and it's showing you the same thing. It's just because of that unique fingerprint. It's nothing to worry about. Well, you know, a lot, a lot of people so. will say something like, you know, yeah. hey, cat food. We need to get cat food. We need to get cat food. Don't forget yeah. to cat food. And then the next time yeah. you go open up your browser, there's an ad or something for all the different cat foods. Does it work the same way? Yeah, it's it's very similar. It's all part of the same. And I think they're into our minds anyway. Too. <laughs> but it's it's not anything to worry about. Just that's kind of telling you why now, all these things. You now need you're to you're an IT guy, yeah. and you're also a very good secure guy. I mean, yeah. the inter- Deacon Live and the Profit yeah. Radio websites are all secure. You can't really bust into any of them because of all the the roadblocks that you've got going. So you're saying oh. that. These fingerprints are okay. Yeah, these fingerprints are okay, and, and nothing is secure. They get into, I mean, they get into our treasury. They get into our water system. They get into they've, the pipeline, the gas line pipelines. Yeah, they've uh, gone in. I, I think they've made $31 million this year, and they probably don't pay taxes on No, they probably yeah. don't. Uh, what else yeah. you got? You know, everyone, almost everyone now has either GPS in their car or on their phone, but I just want to let you know right now that navigation tech is heading to space because you can't print out turn-by-turn directions when you're going to the moon. And the Earth is already equipped with all the GPS satellites. Everything's marked. Right now, if you're in a lunar craft, you're operating in the dark. But there's a company called Maston Space Systems that's taking care of that. Should I look for them on uh, Robinhood and see if I can buy some stock with them? Yeah, it may work out oh, well. I mean, so, I'll look it up while you're doing that. Yeah, it's a big, it's a high-tech company. And, this, and by 2023, they're focusing on designing the PNT beacons, position, navigation, and timing. If you have those three things, you can do that. And they have to make devices that are extremely durable to survive the lunar conditions. It's kind of like uh, when they do, uh, like in Star Wars, you see them get ready to jump to hyperspace. And they, I think there was one scene that the guy goes, just go, just go. And he's like, yeah, you want to come out of hyperspace and end up right in front of an asteroid? We have to map this out throughout the thing. Yeah, so I guess it's the same thing. Same exact thing. That's why you learn something watching that show. So they're going to they're gonna deploy shockproof beacon enclosures within a couple of years. They're going to have, these will all sink into the ground, and they're going to have a wireless mesh network covering the whole moon. So when you're ready to go up there next week or something, um, I'd hold off for a couple more years before you go to the moon. And what's his name? Just went up there, Richard Branson? Yeah, but they didn't go to, uh, the. we were talking about it, and it's 62 miles. They went to the edge of space. They didn't really go to, they didn't really go to the space. I don't see Maston on uh uh, Robin Hood, they might not be publicly traded yet. Yeah. So, but I mean, you are you always hear like Elon Musk, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos or Bezos, yeah. Musk, Bezos, Musk, Bezos. All of a sudden, what's his yeah. name? Branson yeah. is in space, and you know. Yeah, but they said that, they said that he went up fifty miles, and the the limit that we talked about last week is sixty two miles. So he was close, but he wasn't. You know. There's a company that does an air balloon, and when I say an air balloon, I use that term very loosely. It's you ever seen like a I over in England, those containers, you know, the big Ferris wheel. Yep, I know the big Ferris wheel. All right, so they've taken, imagine the big container that you that you ride on. It's it's yep. probably, you know, maybe 200 square feet. You know, it's got glass all the way around it. And they've attached that to a hot air balloon. And the hot air balloon 
will take you up, I think, a hundred and some odd thousand dollars per ticket, and they'll take you right up to the stratosphere, right up to, and it's, you know, you cruise at about 130 miles per hour, which is slow compared to, you know, a rocket ship going into space, and the whole trip takes six hours. It takes three and a half hours to go up, and then you float around up there for about an hour, an hour and a half, or I'm sorry, about 30 minutes, and it's about two hours to come back down, because you come back down a little bit faster. They're doing a hot air balloon right up to the, the stratosphere. And your pod has oxygen in it? You yep, the oxygen. pod has oxygen. It has a bar. It has a, a bathroom. It's got all this stuff. Yeah, I, I think I... Would you take that rather than getting in a rocket and, you know, however many G-forces that push you through the space to get up to space? I would take a nice, slow walk. What's what's the uh, what's the thing where you, let's go down and fuck them all. No, or let's yeah. fuck that one. Or no, let's take walk down. Take time going down. Yep, my, old, my father-in-law's old story. Yeah. But um, So you'd take the slow ride by Foghat. Right. I'd almost want to go faster because you're scared crap and you get it all over with. Cause, I, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know if my body could take that. I think yeah. I would have more anxiety, like yeah. being on a roller coaster. I think I would have more anxiety of the fast and the pass and the and the moving and the twisting rather than just getting on like a hot air balloon that's got a, a capsule about the size of the studio here. The studio is about 800 square feet and glass windows all the way around and you just kind of float up and then you get to a certain point, maybe 52 miles. Branson did what, 50 miles, 52 yeah, f- miles? 50 miles, yeah. And then just kind of float right back down. Would you pay 100 and some odd thousand for it though? That's the thing. It's open to the public. Yeah, well, I can let me go check my bank account. All right. <laughs> Speaking of your bank yeah. account, when we come back, a lot of airlines are having some problems. Dan's, I'm going to get into a Dan's story about his uh, airline experience. Oh, you're and, not going to believe what's happened to me. And uh, you want to check your bank account? 10,000 people won the lottery this past uh, drawing that they had here in North Carolina. And I'll dive into that and tell you exactly what happened. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back.
You're listening to Deacon Light's favorite Italian composer, David Anabali, with his latest song, A Good Day. Check out his new EP called Serenity. First and foremost, this is my Facebook page. What I choose to post does not require anyone's comments or opinions. If you do not like what is on my page, or what I choose to share, scroll on. I am not asking for your religious or political views. I'm a big girl and of my own. Thank you. I was raised a Christian. And I am proud to be an American. I love my country and I stand beside my president. If this causes longtime high school friends to remove me from their friends list, then we were not friends to begin with. I'd never tell a true friend to see things my way or else. Everyone has their own opinions and everyone makes their own choices. Peace out. You're listening to... I'm not a loser! Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Of course. Deacon Live now presents you Gravity with their latest song, Lose Control. A Belgium-based producer creating music that influences from jazz, swing, and mixes of electronica. For more information, go to ProfitRadio.com or find them on Facebook at GR4BTY. Gravity. Welcome back to Deacon Live. Over to my far right-hand side is IT Dan. How are you? I'm doing great. So you're saying my router, my router's good. I'm all secure and everything, and, and my network is 100% fail-safe as far as anything going wrong with it. Uh, mm, yes? No. <laughs> Any Anything can happen. Anything can happen. This is true. Now, speaking of anything can happen, Dan, are you familiar with the store Victoria's Secret? Yes, yep. We've right. seen them in the mall. And what is a Victoria's Secret? Victoria's Secret is that no one under 30 years old can fit in those clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly lingerie and fancy clothes. The brick-and-mortar stores are going away as far as, I mean, malls in general. Everything's like an outdoor mall now. You know, the strip malls are coming back, but they make them look like towns and villages. Are you familiar with that? Yeah, and I like the way some of them look. There's a town called Cary that has everything set up really nice. Five or six stores. You know, you can pull in the parking lot, walk to the store you want. I, I like it a lot better. And the footprint's probably a lot smaller as far as, like, yeah. the concrete footprint that the, the, the buildings, you spend yeah. less on, I guess, AC. The AC, the whole place. I don't know how. Yeah, you don't have the big central area of the mall. Makes it harder for people when they want to go and start shooting everyone. Now, in this episode right here, we have Victoria's Secret. There is a, and you're familiar with the term Karen. Karen is a a woman that just gets irate and out of control. In this video that we're going to share right here, this is a meltdown, a Karen melting down in Victoria's Secret. What happened was they're having a buy two, get one free panty sale at Victoria's Secret. Dan, I don't know, not to get in your personal business, whether you've bought and, or purchased uh, any lingerie for yourself or for your wife. Uh, it, no, no. But Victoria's Secret stuff is very expensive. A bra and panties is like $110. Yeah, it, and it's all hype. And How much is your underwear, Dan? Yes, yeah, you have 10-pack. 10-pack for 20 bucks or yeah. something, right? Now, this woman right here was pissed off at a black lady. Now, the woman in the video, of course, is a white woman trying to approach or threaten or intimidate this black woman, and she pulled out her camera phone of Thank God everyone's got them on their hip. Pulls it out just at the right moment, right before this Karen attacks her. And then she stops in mid-swing and realizes that she's going now going to be famous. She's yep. the new Karen. This is what's going to happen. For you guys out there, if you want to watch this video, go to ProfitRadio.com. Click on Deacon Live, and we'll show you this video in real time. So here we go. Get ready. Let me make sure i got the right screens up so everyone can be friends. Here we go. No. Uh, it's you. It's no. you. Uh, uh, you see uh, that? Uh, now you are. Oh, my God. 
I'll backtrack just a little bit there so you can see it. Excuse, excuse, uh-uh, uh-uh, now you are, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Do you see this? I never thought nothing like this would happen to me. She just tried to run and hit me. And now she... Now she's crying. Did you see her? You saw her, right? They all saw her. She's crying because she got caught. She tried to hit me. Yep. Ask your workers. She tried to hit me. Now she's she tried to hit me. Now squatting down on the floor. Please don't record me. I just came to get my free panty. You know how you get the coupon in the mail. And I got to pick up my Converse boots from Nordstrom's. I don't know why this is happening to me. Free panty, get that in there. No, why don't she walk away from me? No, I was here. No, 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 no. We're not doing this. People at the counter got like their mask on and stuff still. They're like going, no, no, no. You stay over there. You stay over there. Why don't I walk away from her? Why don't she get away from me? She could get away. Go wherever you want to go. Now she's on the floor and she's spazzing out is what she's doing. You couldn't write this any better. No, you couldn't. And she's like wiggling and stuff. Watch her. I think she pretends to pass out. You keep lying saying I'm threatening you. So I'm recording to protect myself. Here she goes. Get your lady. Now she's chasing her through the store. Yeah, I know so. yeah that, that's hilarious. Holy mackerel. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's something that happens to your psyche when you're like, going, I'm going to I'm gonna do something, and then you're being recorded, and you're realizing that, hey, look, now my anxiety's kicking in. Someone else is going to see this, and your nerves and your bundles and your mind doesn't, your synapses don't fire right when that happens. Cameras have made such a difference. Speaking of making a difference, Dan, you play the lottery at all? Uh, yes. Now, do you play like the, the pick three? What is it? The, no, the cash four? I, I the, the power, power Powerball, Lucky for Life, Cash Five, and I was only six numbers off the other day. (laughs) Stupid jokes. (laughs) Now, I have a Cash Three scheme. Now, the odds of you, like if you pick three numbers, like one, two, three, the odds of you winning the Cash Three on one ticket, uh, I think it's like .02% or something like that. I've actually, I've got a a scam, not a scam. A scheme. A scheme or a scam where it actually increases your odds to 27%, and I've done well with it, but it's a job, and you have to do it every day. And it's picking the numbers and working out the schemes. But nonetheless, you have your your favorite three numbers. What are your favorite three numbers? Not because that might be your pin code well, to, your, to they, your card or are something. They one, are they one through ten? Or I mean, yeah, yeah the okay. cash three is one through zero. Oh, you know, okay. there's not a ten. It, it's oh, single okay. digits. So lottery ball. Oh, and the first number is four. And the next okay. number is six. And the next number is nine. And you're like, all right. And then you can make them in any order. Yeah. You know, frontwards, backwards, straight, box. And straight means they come up in that order. Yeah. Or box means if you had four, five, six, and six, five, four came up, then you would win. You wouldn't win as much, but you would still win. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mine would be like four, seven, and nine. Okay, so four, seven, and nine. Now, a lot of people play, I think, some of them are like ridiculous numbers, like one, two, three, four, or one, two, three. Or a lot of sevens. A lot, lot of sevens, sevens a lot right. of sevens, of course, you know, seven, seven, seven. And here, Raleigh, North Carolina, just right side of our back door, nearly 10,000 winners of the North Carolina lottery game will split the $3.6 million jackpot that just happened. Players won the Carolina pick three this drawing this past Friday. All the winners pick the same number, zero, zero, 
Zero. Oh. And the odds of beating that, or odds of winning, is one in 1,000. So they actually split all that money. Prizes will vary depending on how much people pay for the ticket. Now, you can pay 50 cents for the ticket and get $250. If you pay $1 for the ticket, you get a $500 ticket. Lottery officials say that playing the same three numbers is the popular way that people play the game. Uh, all the winners have six months to claim the prizes, So, but the numbers zero, zero, zero. That's the gym locker. Yeah, it's the same uh, combination that I have in my luggage. Yeah. Now, just think of how many times they had to, to play that number. The cash three is every day, twice a day. One in the morning at 11, one at night at 6 o'clock. And it's Monday through Friday. I think it's Monday through Friday. So that's 10 bucks a week that you're spending to make sure that 000. And it'll actually tell you when the last time 000 popped up, which was probably in 19. I'm sorry, 19. 2017. I'm still huh. back in the 19s. 2017, it popped up. So imagine playing those numbers and then only winning like 500 something. And you have a better chance if you had different numbers than. I know. 777 came up once, and a whole bunch of people won that. That's correct. So, yeah, 10,000 people won here in North Carolina. The cash three number, 000. You know, you ever play your favorite numbers? You're always thinking, this is it, this is it. I've been playing my same numbers on the Powerball, you know, $4 a week since I was in why Vermont. Just, why just $4? Why don't you just stick it up with a five? Because, no, I put that, it's $2 for Wednesday and $2 for Saturday. Okay. And I, I've been playing those same exact numbers. I one know ticket? Yeah, one ticket. Those that those same numbers since I was in Vermont, which is in like 1990s, and I know those numbers. And if I ever stop and the numbers come up, I would just kick myself in the ass. So I'm <laughs> I'm mostly playing that as a defensive way. I I have to keep playing those numbers. And Dan, they call that addiction. And let me explain no. to you about addiction. It's thinking the next hand's going to be better. It's the, the spinning the no. roulette wheel. It's the the next hand's going to create me the most money. No, I just said I've played this number, and if I stop, it's going to come up. That's the whole thing. I just don't want that. If it's <laughs> you just you yeah. all keep those going and going yeah. and going. Now, some tickets you can buy like four or five weeks in advance. Do you do that? No, I just buy two every week. Okay, every, every Sunday morning I do it. Well, good. And here on the air, if you ever win, Dan, all I want, yeah, all I want, ten percent. Yes. Is that fair enough? Yeah, I'll give you 10%, but not percent of the lottery. Give you 10% of something. So, All right. You know I'll take care of you. I know you will. Uh, speaking of uh, taking care of people, uh, there's a lot of things that are going on. Well, let me scratch this off before I get any further. Uh, there's a lot of things going on in your airports. Again, we're being released back in society. We don't know how to act. Uh, just like Karen that wanted the, the free pantyhose and wanted to attack that black woman and got caught on camera and started shaking around. There's a lot of people in the airports that are doing the exact same thing. And uh, I'll talk to Dan about his experience that he had in the airport. It was awful. And we'll talk about a few more things and let you get back to what you've got to do. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. I'll be right back. She is truly amazing. When I look into her eyes, it's like I've gone stark gazing. Cupid shot his little arrow when he misses, still graze me. Trying not to fall for you's really driving me crazy. We can pull his kids from San Jose, California. You're listening to Steph Andre with his latest song, You're My Remedy. To hear the full length song, check him out on ProfitRadio.com. The number you have reached. Has been changed oh. to a non published number. Really? No further information is available about. You're listening to Profit Radio 24 7 worldwide. Mm-hmm. 
Deacon Live now presents you Will with his latest song, Blue Night Sky, from his new album, Will Tomorrow Overcome? Welcome back to Deacon Live. You want something for free? Of course you want something for free. Everyone wants something for free, right, Dan? Yeah, I want something free right now. <laughs> okay, um, and the way you do that is go to ProfitRadio.com, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio, click on the free swag section, and you can get some stuff mailed out to your house. We have stickers, we have magnets for your cars, little little four-inch magnets. You stick them on your refrigerator, you can do whatever you want with them. Don't put them on your computer. Don't put them on your computer, it'll wipe out your memory. And also, follow us on all your social networks, and the way you do that, again, is go to Profit Radio, click on... We're on Facebook, we are on Instagram, YouTube, uh, all the things that connect us to you and you to us as well. Now, I had a friend on Facebook, Dan. Now, you're not on Facebook too much. No, I try to get on just a little bit. I, it feels creepy to me, like you're looking in someone's window. Right. And so this one girl, uh, I went to high school with her. We were friends, like acquaintances. You know, when you get out of high school, all your, you know, your cliques and your friendships, everyone just says, hey, we're now out of high school. We're just trying to get through this world together as human, as a human race. You know, there's no jocks, there's no nerds, there's no uppies, there's no yuppies or whatever like that. Uh, yeah, and a lot of people you see from Facebook, you find out more how they're leaning politically than you ever did before. So yeah. uh, one of my friends on Facebook said, you know, you always see hearts and prayers. You know, I mean, we need hearts and prayers. And I, it just drives me crazy when, when people do that on Facebook because it's, it's a look at me, look at me. I want attention because something's wrong with my life. I want everyone to know that I want yeah. to be field accepted. I mean, that's... that's Essentially, what you're doing is what you're doing. Yeah, and and yeah, and Facebook. They when they put hearts and prayers. I I don't know. Person on Facebook said, "My brother just passed away. Didn't see it coming. Uh, we need uh, hearts and prayers. Please feel for my family and all that stuff." And, and of course, the comment thread goes all the way down. You know, 50, 60, 70 some odd people. And I kind of said, you know, hey, you have to understand things happen. You know, out of your control, you thing, you things happen. Say, you didn't say shit happens. No, I didn't no. say shit happens. No. But I said, you know, you have to understand that things happen out of your control. And I got this long thread of, you're so unsensitive, you don't understand. You know? I'm like, whoa, 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 I don't know how you're reading this, but I'm just saying... In this world, in this big ball that we're, you know, the big blue-green ball floating around the planet, there's things that we cannot control. And Dan, you know, I mean, I hate to say that your trip up to uh, Boston, kind of the same way. Yeah, and, and it was stuff that there are things out of your control. But I'm um, just, to, I don't want to argue with you, but I think the, isn't the world square? <laughs> well, it's flat. It's flat, yeah. it's flat in some areas. So I got into this, you know, you're so insensitive, you don't care about anyone in this world, you're such an asshole. And I'm like going, look, first of all, one thing that I've learned working in whatever I do here on Deacon Live, I know not to read emails and put my own tone into that email. So, for example, hey, how many times do we need to change the light bulb in the, you know, whatever station that it is? And on the other end, they're reading it like, 
How many times does it take to change? You know, you put your own sensitivity into that email. So I just said, again, hey, you have to understand things happen in this world. We have no explanation. We have no control over it. And that, that this person was like, oh, well, you know, fuck you and you're an asshole and shit. And I'm like, going, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know how you're reading this. It's not. You're Some not- people read text messages and emails the wrong way. And to me, something like that, I call, pick up the phone and they can hear the inflection in your voice. You can. And they want to hear somebody that took the time to call you rather than just oh click here hearts and you know well with it yeah. within seconds she's like going fuck you i knew you were an asshole you're always been an asshole blah 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 fuck you we're out of here blah 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 peace out you know that type of thing and i'm like going yeah what took, hold on you yeah. didn't give me a chance to, to reconcile this thing and i was like well you know what that's fine so for the person that i lost on facebook because i said you know hey in this world you know there's something greater than us there's things that you know we can't control you have to understand that you know and i did say it looks like you're doing an attention grab yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if that went over well. But, but still, for the most part. How long have you known this person? Uh, since my freshman year of high school. So since 1988 and, or something. And like it took her this long to find out you were an asshole? I know. I mean, I mean we're all assholes. I, I mean, well, you know. I'm the. Yeah. I, I tell my wife all the time, I'm, I'm an asshole. And she's like, oh, no, you're not. No, you're not. To everyone else, you are. Not to me. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah. speaking of being an asshole, this woman at the Orlando International Airport, 29 year old woman, is upset over missing her flight in Orlando. Now, Dan, yeah. you, went, you just flew out of. Charlotte Douglas. Charlotte to Boston and to Boston Bo- back. And then did you have any problems getting on the plane? Did you have any, do you always like down your nose at people like, oh, that guy's going to give us some trouble? Well, uh, I go early. I go two hours early and then get through the through all the checkpoints, and then I hang around bored to death. But what happened to me, I had two really bad things. One thing, I forgot my earbuds, so I had to sit in jet blue and just look at a screen without seeing Don't what they give saying. you earbuds? Don't they have, you, like, would you, you like to buy them? Yeah, you can buy them. But, but they I, sound like they're like tint, you I, know? They're- yeah. And I didn't, I said, no, I forgot them. It's my own fault. But when I was coming back through Boston, I went through the, um, put all my stuff in the tray. I go through the, they have the round, it's almost like a round cylinder door. Oh, for the bomb yeah. sniffing? Thing? No, it's it's the one where they go up and you put your hands up over yeah. your head and it does the scan. It does a scan, but yeah. I think it, it, it bl- does it yeah. blow air on you? No, it doesn't blow air, oh, but okay. it, it goes around like a camera scan. And the guy asked me to pull aside and he showed me, he goes, we're showing something in your pockets. Brand new jeans. I had nothing in my pockets whatsoever. I said, take them over. And the guy pulled me aside. He goes, this is a problem. I said, whatever you need to do is fine with me. And, he, you know, he checked it all through and it took about five minutes. And then he said, now, okay, have, you're free you, to go. Have you seen the other side of like when you're standing in the booth and yeah. I, I just figure this out my yeah. wife's probably going to thank me for it or whatever yeah. you stand there with your hands over your head and that thing swings around have you been on the outside and they see the the actual the outline of your body and it shows like these little yellow markers on your body yeah. cartoon body of you yeah. it's not you yeah. and it says hey we have a problem here we have a problem here and then they'll say okay do you have a belt on or anything in your pockets because it's usually yeah. a yellow marker around your belt or around your pockets yeah I had two squares in my pockets and it was like a front pocket and a back pocket and I had nothing in my pockets and I had I have an all plastic belt that I wear through the airport right so you don't have to but it just barely fits in because the new jeans it just barely fits to the rungs my wife every time we go through the thing and it just dawned on me just now she takes her belt off and no matter how many times you know she's taken her belt off she's worn shorts she's worn jeans she's worn dress slacks she's worn dresses and all the time there's a, a yellow marker around her hip area I never thought of it she has a tattoo right on her like inner hip yeah. area. Yeah. I bet you there might be something that they use in the ink 
on her tattoo because every time it's always like right here. If you're watching, it's always like right here. Okay. She gets a yellow marker right here. Yeah, and I I got that, and they couldn't find. You it. have a tattoo? No, I don't have a tattoo oh. at all. I <laughs> I was going to get my Prophet Radio tattoo, and the guy said, I you know I, I can't. I can't do spell it. it. I can't do it. I I can only stoop so low. Yeah. Well, this woman in Orlando, 29 year old woman, is upset over missing her flight in the Orlando International Airport late last month through the computer keyboards over the counter at the Frontier Airline ticket desk and also tried to hit the employee with a pole, according to the Orlando Police Department. Now, at one point during this incident, the Frontier Airline employee pepper sprayed her. She's like, oh my God, my life's being threatened here. Yeah. Pulls out the pepper spray and hits Dana Antonia Perry, yeah. Perry of Brooklyn, New York. Hey, get me on that freaking plane. Yeah. I'm. Do you know who I am? Yeah. She was arrested and charged on June 30th with aggravated assault. Her two younger children accompanied her. So it was her and her two children, a seven-year-old girl and a 12-year-old boy. What a great example. What a, yeah. what an example that is. They were turned over to the Florida Department of Child and Families in the Orlando Police Department. Pierce uh, appeared in court on July 1st and was released earlier this morning on a $3,000 bond. The Federal Aviation Administration said this week alone they have fined out $119,000 in civil penalties against nine airline passengers doing the same exact thing, just throwing shit around, breaking shit, and just being a freaking idiot. Yeah, and, and sometimes this will happen and you get on the no-fly list and you're going to have to get into your car and drive from Florida to Boston or whatever. But, I mean, I missed my plane. You need to fix it. No, you missed the plane because, obviously, you you had to take the kids to the bathroom. You weren't paying attention at the yeah. time. Yeah, you were. You and it's in Orlando Airport. It's not that big, but it's a big place. It's yeah. one It's one that has the, the tram that runs through the main tub, the main tub, the main terminal. The hub, yeah. Yeah, to the, to the other outside things. Yeah, it's just somebody is probably on Facebook and not paying attention and didn't get there on time. I always worry that I'm going to be late and uh, something will be tied up, traffic or anything. So I'm I'm always like two hours early at the airport. Amy is the worst. There's two pet peeves or, or personal things that scare her to death. One is being completely lost like when we're driving around. You know, and know exactly where we are. And when we drive around in the car, whether she's sitting here or in the driver's seat, she's driving. Because she's like, okay, th- we have to take a ride up here. And then the, the GPS will go, in a half mile, take a right. <laughs> you know, I'm like... Oh, that's because she's an organized person and she wants... She wants things in a certain order. And the worst thing is she doesn't want to be late to the airport, yeah. to the actual, you know, the gate and stuff. She's Now we're here, and we do it all the time. We rush, 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 and now we're there an hour and a half early. And she's, yeah. I'm like, okay, can we calm down now? She's like, yes, do whatever you want. I'm like going, I'm going over to the bar. <laughs> yeah, and, and to me, I just, once I'm through there and I put my shoes on and all that other stuff, then I'm good. Now, and then you sit around bored. Yes, yeah. and you you know, watch whatever videos that we have here. Now, speaking of videos, this was captured on a flight. It doesn't say where the flight is, but it's called. It, hashtag summer vacation. A woman attacks a man, I'm assuming her boyfriend, on a flight accusing him of looking at another woman. Now, Dan, has your wife ever got mad at you for looking at another woman? No, but she'll mention things to me. And I said, if I start looking at other guys, then you start worrying. Well, there you go. Yeah. So this woman right here, and this is probably taken on a uh, few rows back from where the initial thing was happening. For you to see this video, go to profferradio.com. Click on Deacon Live. You see this video. Now, here we go. Let's see. Make sure I got everything turned up and everyone can see it. Now, hold on. Before we get started, there's a lot of terminology yeah. at Deacon Live do not support. The racial slur, I do not yeah. support that yeah. at all. I don't think anyone should use it. I think if we're going to be better people and be a better community together, I think that word yeah. on both sides of the aisle should be taken yeah. out of You're context or, or taken yeah. out of our language altogether. So here we go. Public. You want to fucking try to look at other women? Now, fuck you. 
You ain't gonna look at other women, and you ain't gonna tell me you're looking at other women. So the stewardess, so what's happening is the girlfriend is yelling at the boyfriend and the two stewardesses are standing over and saying, hey, look, we have a little child behind us and we don't appreciate this language. She's like, I consoled the fucking child. I told him what was going on. I already know. Look, I'm not going to say nothing if you don't say nothing to try to cause a commotion because he's a fucking problem. You hear the boy in the background? Mama! In the center of this picture, this white guy, he's got his earbuds in. He's like going, hey, man, I'm just just here for the plane ride here. Now, where's the person that's yelling? She's behind, behind this gen- Yeah, behind okay. this gentleman here. So, like I said, this is like three rows up. And you'll see the woman. The woman will say, sir, would you like to get up and go to the front? And he's like, fuck yeah, I will. And as he gets up and moves, she comes running right behind him. And watch what happens. You're out of control. You shut the fuck up. I'm not out of control. She slapped him one time. There you go. Here she goes. Now they're in the aisle. Bam! She hit the stewardess in the head, the flight attendant in the head, too. I'm gonna get my purse. Give me a, get off me. Give me my purse. Fuck you, you wanna say I'm assaulting you? And this guy, one of the, I guess the pilot comes up and kind of says to her, oh, you're gonna be charged with assault. And she's like, I don't give a fuck. Fuck you, memo. Here you go. Ma'am. Yeah, I'm coming, I'm going over there. You're gonna be charged with assault. Fine, whatever. Don't get a memo. Get back here, memo. I'm gonna kick your ass, memo. <laughs> it's the and I, it's and I'm seeing. I don't know if you're seeing more of it or just being filmed more, but it's like insanity. And I mean, that's she's gonna get all these assault charges. She's gonna be in a no-fly, never going on an airplane again in her life. But I mean, yeah. people are getting more and more. I'm telling you, I'm telling yeah. you, Dan. It's yeah. the COVID vaccination. It's making yeah. people crazy. We're getting back out there. We're getting all this stuff. And maybe um, I did notice all the stuff sticking to her head, the spoon and stuff like <laughs> the magnetized yeah. stuff. Let me show you this one. So this group right here. Actually, they took this lady who was getting out of control and handled her in the right way or the wrong way. Um, they use a lot of duct tape on her. Don't worry. It gets crazier than this. Stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. Tell things change and she stopped around. She started letting me down. I decided to walk away. You're listening to I've Been Hurt by Hollywood Stevie T. For more information, check him out on ProfitRadio.com. And now it's time for Lessons Learned with Jason. Jesus Christ, Jay. Oh. We interrupt this program to bring you a news bulletin. I'm a man. Jason Howell. Jason Howell. Jason Howell. Yeah. All right. All right. Hold on. <laughs> Am I boring you? Jesus. That was a shitty song you played, by the way. <laughs> Thank you, Jay. Why do you get with a written? No, I'm just saying that was a shitty song. You can, you, there's a lot more out there. I can actually give you the information you need. Profit Radio. Profit Radio. Hi, what's your name? Oh, I know. Is this violates every canon of respectable broadcasting? You're listening to Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. Deacon Live. 
Deacon Live now presents to you Bonnie Lauren, a singer-songwriter from Berlin, with her up-and-coming new single, How Does It Feel, releasing on July 16th, a song about feelings toward another person after you have emotionally disconnected. Welcome back to Deacon Live. Over to my far right-hand side is IT Dan, all the way from Boston. Just came back from Boston. Yeah, boy, my arms are tired flying. <laughs> and we broadcast just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina, a beautiful little town we like to call Marshville. We sit on about 22-some-odd acres here. We have horses, we have chickens, we have cattles, and my wife just got two new cats that adopted, and uh, so that's what we do here on the French. For those of you who like to follow us and, and all our social networks, the way you do that is go to ProfitRadio.com, P-R-O-P-H-E-T Radio.com. Now, Dan, you went through um, airport security at Douglas yeah. Airport. Yeah. Did you have a mask on? I ha- everyone had a mask. It was e- very good. Yeah. Everyone had a mask on. Now, it's is it mandatory for ma- the- Mandatory. Federal building in the airport, you have to have a mask. I don't think an airport's a federal building, is it? Yeah, federal aviation. No, no. I, I heard they- someone say this is a federal building. I heard someone say it. You heard someone say it, but is yeah. it a federal building? Because I think it's a private, it's not run by the government. Now, the, as soon as they leave the tarmac, they're in federal mm-hmm. airspace. But as far as on the ground, the yeah. government's not going to say, they can't have an Annie's pretzel stand over here or anything like that. I think it's privately owned. Um, it said it was a federal. It could be privately owned, but still run by the federal government. Oh, all right. So. Well, you have any problems checking yeah. your bag? How many bags do you travel with? Just one. Do you check it in or do you bring it with you? When I uh, on the way up, I put it in the overhead. And the second time, they said they were cramped for space, so I put it in. The, had to go with the luggage. I've never <laughs> understood why people would go not just check it in. I mean, I understand if you're going for like a two day trip. I want to carry this bag with me. I think all bags. Have you seen the way they handle them? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I've had like glass bottles that I've brought back from places, and I you wrap them in cushion, wrap them in whatever in the center of the bag. Sure enough, I get the bag back. It's cracked. It's Everything's wet inside. Yeah, that's why. That's kind of the reason why I do it. And a lot of times, I know it's right there. I don't have to go down and wait for the carousel to spin around and everything. Have you ever been refused your bag or had to pay like extra charge? Now, you flew yeah. what? JetBlue. JetBlue. Yeah. Those guys. Um, when we went to, when we flew to California, we had to pay extra for the bag. How much extra? Maybe $20, something. And my wife went and groaned, and I go, what are you going to do? Leave it here? You know, <laughs> well, so I just, yeah. this guy right here, he was so mad about the airline's baggage fee, so he ditched the bag and said there was a bomb inside. No way. Yep, read this article right here. Yeah. Wiggle Rosen was arrested at Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport for falsely claiming there was a bomb in his carry-on luggage. That's a felony. That is a felony. Yeah, Wiggle Rosen shimmered with rage as he stood before the Air Canada check-in counter. The agent at Florida's Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport just informed that he would have to pay to carry on one of his bags when boarding his flight to Toronto. Rosen, who's 74. 74 and, years old, kicking yeah, up a storm. Yep, then he stormed off in a fit of protest, abandoning his luggage by the ticket counter, according to the Broward County Sheriff's Office. But then the employee instructed him to take his bag with him. Rosen allegedly shot back with a chilling threat.
threat, there was a bomb in the bag, he said, according to police. What followed was a frenzied response from airport officials and local law enforcement. Three terminals were evacuated and swept. Roadways were closed. Eight flights were canceled and dozens were delayed. I mean, that's... Can you imagine that? Yeah. There's an episode of, what is it, something about Mary, where I can't say bomb in the airport. Bomb, 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 yeah. <laughs> bomb, 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 ding, dong, ding, dong. Yeah, and that is, um, yeah, that's felony. That's serious. That's serious time for him. He's going to be in court and all these other things. Yeah, he, he's going to yeah. serve some time. If, if not time, he's going to be federal probation for at least five years. I mean, it's a yeah. minimum five years. Yeah, you and, know? It, and the lawyer fee, the law, lawyer fees are going to be astronomical. Well, so. if he gets a lawyer, yeah. he might want to represent himself like that one guy. So he didn't yes. do very well. Now we just heard the story about the woman who was beating her boyfriend, husband, yeah. fiance, whatever, about looking at a woman and literally taking it out on him. The guy with the bag, he's in the airport still, or in the in the in the terminal. He's not on the plane yet. But this woman right here, the stewardesses and flight attendants took matters in their own hand when a woman got out of control in Charlotte, North Carolina, right here in our own backyard. A woman was duct taped to the seat on American Airlines flight to Chicago. For more details on the story, we'll go to this article right here. Yeah, and Morgan, some passengers say the woman punched and bit a flight attendant on that American Airlines flight right before it landed here in Charlotte. And one woman told us the crew tried to do everything they could to calm her down. You can clearly hear the yelling in this TikTok video <laughs> as passengers on American Airlines flight 1774 from Dallas depart the plane at Charlotte Douglas International. And to the right, you can see a woman in a purple shirt with her mouth and arms Look at taped her. as she sat in her seat. She Back looks like a hostage situation. She's got mouth uh, duct tape around her mouth. She's got, you know what, that stupid green hair that everyone has, all the kids have. I'm I'm free spirit. How old I, is she? I don't yeah, know. Okay. But I mean, still, <laughs> she's duct taped to the chair, literally duct taped to the chair. Claire was a passenger on that July 6th flight. She says the woman was initially sitting right behind her. And as the flight took off from Dallas, she says the woman complained she was claustrophobic. It was kind of like strange, talking about strange things to the man next to her. Um, and then got really loud and they were trying to, you know, comfort her and give her water. And then she kept saying, we need to stop going up, up, up. And then she got up and ran to the door. She tried to open the door in the air. Now, she's claustrophobic, and she's yeah. trying to get on a plane. Now, I get, I do get a little panicky. My wife will tell you. She, she will attest to this. I need to either sit in the aisle or at least in the middle seat to the aisle. I can't sit next against the window unless I've got the whole entire seat to myself. But I will kind of panic a little bit. And if she sees my head go down and my hands go up on my head, there's a practice that I do to, to get me out of this anxiety, this huh. this panic that I have. I understand that. It's a panic of doom. And anyone with anxiety, I understand this woman completely, but there's also medication. There's also drinks served on the plane that you could take <laughs> that they're alive to sell. says this chaos happened 40 minutes into the flight from Dallas. And then they, you know, had to tackle her because she was trying to open the door. Um, she was flailing and screaming, and I think she punched a flight attendant in the face and bit somebody. Well, this incident is just the latest in an ever-growing list of reports by the FAA of unruly passengers on flights. The agency has received more than 3,000 3,000? 3, Dan, yeah. you're not part of them, are you? No. You haven't been part of any of those flights? No. 3,000 incidents just in the last year. This In 2021, and we're not even done. We're only in June, July now. So how many is that per month? Whatever happened to the 
the customer is always right. <laughs> There's a difference between that. So the woman reportedly had mental health problems and had an episode, uh, according to sources. Well, she uh, had a mental health episode. Doesn't mean she has other problems every other day. Yeah, so. every other day. Officials say the customer has been placed in America's uh, refused list pending uh, investigation. So she's been banned from this this flight. So, I mean, yeah. mind, your, mind your B's and Q's. If you have a problem with it, think about the way the nation is and how brainwashed, no matter what side you were on as far as this whole pandemic, whether you're against it, whether you're for it. You know, you've seen people yelling about, put your mask on, not put your mask on, and now we're out in public, and she's probably freaking out, and she's got gear spinning in her head. I'm on a plane with all these people, and I'm worried about COVID-19 and the new strain that's coming out, and she's panicking. She's, you know, sucking it in and breathing in through the nose, out through the mouth. She can't, in her mind, get get control of herself. The key word is she. They're all crazy. <laughs> no, Dan. Come on. Yeah, gotta be nice. I mean, because the, the one guy was 74 years old, he's like, yeah. fuck it, you can have my bag, it's got a bomb in it, fuck it, yeah. I'm out of here. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's crazy too, so both sides of the fence, but I mean, still. Oh, Jesus. All right, when we come back, Dan, you like to play with uh, toys. Yeah. Now you own firearms, right? I have a rifle. Now, people out there right now, or companies out there right now, that are turning the most common items into actual firearms. I think these things would pass if they go through an airplane checkout. Mm-hmm. I really would. If, if you watch this video, that we, uh, you'll see how likely they are to pass through checkout. Stick around. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Proper Radio. I'll be right back. You're listening to David Enabali with another track off his latest EP, Serenity. This is called Serenita. Follow us on Facebook. Sportos, motorheads, geeks, slugs. Keyword. Buzz, wastewater. Profit. Bleedy. Radio. Radio. They can stay on the door if they think he's a righteous dude. You're listening to. 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 Deacon Live now presents you Denise Struthers, a wife, a mother, and also a believer. This is her latest song called Sweet Communion. Time with you, hearing your voice, knowing your plans for me. And though I don't deserve it, you're always inviting me, Jesus. Welcome back to Deacon Live. Over to my far right-hand side is uh, IT Dan. How are you? Oh, uh, happy. Yeah, you're happy to be home? Happy to be back in here in Charlotte with no problems on the airlines that you flew from Boston? No, I'm happy to be here with you on the show. Are you really? Yeah. Aw, Dan, thank you very much. I feel I, all squishy inside. Yeah, I need extra money for saying that. It'll be in your check. Now, earlier, Dan, on the Up to Speed with Technology with IT Dan, you were talking about mapping out GPS in space. That's going to happen here, I guess, soon? Are they going to start doing that? They're going to start on, they hope to have it finished in next year. But Are you familiar with the wobble that the Earth has? Everyone 
everyone thinks the Earth spins perfectly on a center axis, right? Yeah, it goes off by a few degrees. A few degrees this way and a few degrees that way. Yeah. It takes actually hundreds and hundreds of thousands of years just to even change 0.0001% of the axis of the planet as it's spinning. And then that's when they say, okay, here comes El Nino. Here comes, you know, El, am I boring you over there? No, just yawning. <laughs> here comes El Nino. We're going to have a big weather season this year. We're going to have a light weather season this year. But nobody ever thinks about that little satellite that's flying around our planet called the moon. Now, the moon does the same exact thing. So a lot of people say, I see a lot of people, scientists say that the moon actually is what causes the waves in the ocean. Yeah, the lunar pole. What is that, aluminum pole? Lunar pole. But now scientists at NASA predict that the wobble of the moon uh, may lead to record flooding here in the United States. Every coast in the United States is facing rapid increase of high tides, floods, thanks to the wobble, working in tandem with the climate change and fueling the sea levels. Dan, you want to read this section right here? Yeah, a new study from NASA and the University University of Hawaii warns that the upcoming changes in the moon's orbit could lead to record flooding on Earth in the next decade. Through mapping the National Oceanographic and Atmospheric Administration's season level rise scenarios, flooding thresholds, and astronomical cycles, researchers found flooding in America, coastal cities, could be several multiples times worse in the 2030s when the next moon wobble is expected to begin. They expect the flooding to significantly damage infrastructure and displace communities. So they're saying that we're going to have more monsoons, more tidal waves? Higher waves, higher... uh, Right now, because of the ice cap melting, we're already having record sea level um, different places, but it means we're going to have problems in... um, 2030. Yeah, but you're going to have problems in places like New Orleans or coastal properties. Even even Florida. I mean, Florida's a flat land itself. I mean, granted, for the most part, the water comes in, it drains right through Florida. It's a friggin' just a big sandbar is all Florida is. Yeah, and I mean, it's um, my friend of mine got flooded out, and there was 42 inches of water in the Keys, 42 inches above ground level. Oh, God, that's yeah. a lot. I mean, that's yeah. taller than you are. Yeah. Well, <laughs> not quite. close to it. Yeah, that's it. Then I'll see you guys later. I quit. Now, Dan, yeah. you're a handyman. you got yeah. tools. you got everything going yeah. on. it. you got a, a garage. You've got an actual outbuilding that you built yourself yeah. from scratch. When I say from scratch, you didn't chop the trees down, but yeah. you bought the timber and everything. Yeah. Now, are you familiar with the the toy company Legos? Oh, yes, yeah. I've stepped on many a Lego block. Have you really? Now, there's a company out there right now that is creating guns based on toys that we had or tools that we have in our everyday life. Now, for example, if you watch this video right here, go to ProfitRadio.com, click on Deacon Live. Super fun. A gun covered in Legos looks just like a toy sets off a big fury. Now, look at this gun right here. It is what they call a Glock 19, which I'm going to say is short for Glock. Yeah, I would say that. The Glock handgun... Easy on the on the equipment over there, Dan. Was customized by was it Culper Precision? Yeah. Uh, and the model appears to be Lego blocks all together. Read this for me right here, Dan. Oh, okay. Yeah, a company in Utah makes custom modifications to firearms. It debuted in what it called as a fun new product, a kit that encases Glock handguns and red, yellow, and blue Lego blocks, refashioning lethal weapons to look like children's toys. Yeah, nothing could go wrong there. No, nothing so, at all. Yeah, yeah. We have been building guns out of blocks for the last thirty years and wanted to flip the script to agri 
aggravate mom. It went on to argue that personal defense is a right granted by God and that gun ownership is protected by the Constitution before getting to most important reason the company was selling Block 19, as the design was named, for $549 to $765, so, spending on the specific. About 600 700 bucks. you can have this gun that looks exactly like a... Le- There's a patent on the actual Lego blocks. I don't know if you can, like, click stuff to it, because it's got all the little nipples, the little round nipples around the whole entire thing. It's got like this little makeshift. I'm, I'm pointing with my finger here, but you can see this on the video. Yeah, most of it. Most of it is, does look like. I mean, blocks. it's a bright yellow gun. With I, can, a, with I can a, I can picture a three year old kid picking it up and aiming and shooting someone, thinking it's a toy. Well, not yeah. only that, Dan. Think about yeah. this. You've got this gun in a. I'm not putting anything, any ideas in anyone's mind, but you've got this gun in a bag of Lego bricks, and you're carrying that bag. Oh, this is my son's Lego bricks, and this yeah. gun is hidden, and you're going to bring this on the plane. You see what I'm saying? Oh, this is an airport thing? No, no. what I'm saying is <laughs> this gun could pass detection. Like if, if you have a whole bag of Lego bricks and this thing is mixed in with those Lego bricks, yeah. how are they supposed to tell the difference between that? Yeah, and, yeah. and a cop, you know, we see all these shootings or police officers shooting people, pedestrians, because they're pulling out a, a cell phone. No, he had a gun. This guy, someone pulls out this thing right here and the cop goes, oh, that's a Lego gun. Meanwhile, yeah. boom, the cop's yeah. dead. Yeah, it, it, that's not a good idea. If you want to see this, I'll post this on the Deacon Live section of uh, Profit Radio. Now, here's another one, Dan. What's your favorite drill, your cordless drill that you use? I like rigid. Do you? But Makita's good. DeWalt's good. And this company right here, they have designed this gun, almost the same sense, to look exactly like a Makita cordless drill. The barrel is shaped like an actual... A drill bit. Like a drill bit. And I'm going to play this video here so everyone can see it. And this is the gun in action. Now, it looks like a little twenty-two. See that? Yep. Yeah, it does not look like a gun at all. That looks exactly like a drill. Now, look, watch this little piece right here. Yeah, it has to be twenty-two caliber or something. It's not high caliber. No. Even the cartridge, the clip that you put on the bottom, looks like the uh, a drill battery. He puts a little clip right there. See the little battery yeah. on the bottom? Let's make this a little smaller. And it looks like he's shooting a drill. It looks like a freaking drill. And let's see if I can show that um that battery one more time. Look at the clip. Changes that to something. I don't know what that something is. Oh, change it from change it from um, single shot to automatic. Yeah, but you're not allowed to have an automatic rifle or semi-automatic. All right. See, look right there. What does that clip look like? Yeah, it looks like something would hold. Um, it looks like the battery yeah. of a Makita drill bit. Yeah, down the bottom. Yeah, down at the bottom, and that's the clip that goes inside the gun. So if if they're manufacturing this, there's got to be something out there. I mean, that's scary. Yeah, Dan, Dan, that's very scary. And now and I, I'm and, all about and, for pol- and police officers too. It's scary. And I'm them. all about yeah. each to his own. Have your own arms and and protect yourself. You know, Second Amendment. But when you start making guns like this, then there's there's got to be a problem. There's there's got to be something. I don't know. There, I, I can just see a lot of children being killed with these. You know what I mean? I think we're going to scare off some of our customers. They're going to be listening. They said, "Yeah, I'm not going to go out of my house. We have the we have the guns. We have the stuff going on the airport." And how many weeks have we talked about sharks? I don't know. Uh, probably just about every week. Uh, you know what? If there's a subway story, we're talking about sharks. Okay. Now sharks. There's been 36 sharks attacks in the United States last year. And where were most of them? And three of them were fatal. California, Hawaii, and Maine. But there were 23 sh- shark attacks in Florida. Do you know what the deadliest animal is? There's only been um, three fatalities with sharks. Right. So what do you think is the deadliest animal in is America? It a, is it an animal or is it a is it a mammal or is it an insect? 
A, no, it's a regular animal. Regular it's, animals. It's not an insect. Not an insect. It's not um, a fish or anything like that. Is it a bear? No. Is it native? To, we're going to play 20 questions here. Is it native to, of course, yeah. it's native to United You have them around here in your neighborhood. Do we really? Yeah, you see them. Um, chickens. No, but very close. It's deer. No, De- oh, De- that- deer, little Bambi, deer are the deadliest animal in America. They caused 200 human deaths and 30,000 injuries just last year colliding now, with Now, hold on. Th- that's secondary. They're, they're not out there. They're not deer hunting down humans and killing them. They're, you drive down the road, 200 people died from, from deers being there. So. Well, you know, 200 people die from shitty potholes and stuff, too. So yeah. we're going to say potholes are the next thing? <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they legalize potholes as long as when they legalize pot. I understand that, too, because uh, my wife hit a deer going like 35 miles an hour and uh, completely destroyed the front of a car which is crazy but anyway so there you go yep dear all right i'll take that i'll take that dan they're not hunting us but at least they're, they're out to get us all right when we come back have you ever been bowling dan no i'm not. you've never been bowling no, in your no, whole I entire bowl, life i bowled a couple times in my life but i'm just i'm not good at it so. well next segment we're going to talk about the weird and unique that's happened here in the last week or so stick around you're listening to deacon live right here on proper radio i'll be right back You're listening to Melona SX with her latest song, The Jungle Queen. For more information, check out the full length song over on properradio.com. Hey guys, make sure you like us on Facebook. That's Facebook forward slash Profit Radio. I do not like internet radio. Profit Radio. Profit Radio. Are you still there? Are you still here? I'm out of control. You're always out of control. I'm always out of control. Awesome. The number you have reached has been changed. Oh, well, too much drama. To a non-published number. What you gotta do? Bitch, hang up on me. Profit Radio. Profit Radio. Deacon Live now presents you Smooth Huncho from Los Angeles featuring Smash Off Capone from Inglewood with their latest song, No Hook Part 1. Playing with these blues, I ain't talk about no blue shit. Damn. Already got the bag, I done fuck around and trip it. Double. Fucking with DP, got me hit to this skim shit. Yes. I ain't with your bitch, got the pins lit, my man. Like a cookies, got me high as fuck, woke up on Jupiter. Mix it with the nurse, fucked around through my perk up. She did some dumb shit, had to get that bitch a tummy chop. Shoot him up, doctor gotta find a way to zip him up. Hit him up, feel like Tupac, I don't, I don't give a fuck. Why she keep calling, tell the bitch I didn't wanna fuck. Hey. Fucked her up, every perk you dig, now she can't give it up. Switch it up, now I got a friend, she got a bitch. Welcome back to Digging Live. Don't forget, for every show that we do, uh, we have a matching video as well. And, and also, all the musical artists that you hear on Deacon Live, they support Deacon Live, and we would appreciate it if you guys support them as well. Uh, they are unsigned artists, independent artists, and uh, make sure you support them as well. And the way you do that is go to ProfitRadio.com, and you can see all their little icons, their little logos. Dan, you've been listening to the show for a while. Yeah, you, I found 
some new artists that I really and it's think am- are pretty good. And it's amazing how much production goes into all these bands. You're like going, why aren't these guys signed? Why aren't they, you know, making millions? A lot of them can be on top 40 radio stations at any given time, whether it be R&B, country, blues, or anything like that. These bands, are artists are just, they're crazy, insane, talented. Yeah, I was really impressed. Uh, being impressed, the All-Star Game, and this is, this is a weird transition here. We were talking about guns and the Lego guns and the Makita gun. We had the, what is it, Major League Baseball? Are you a Major League Baseball fan, Dan? I used to watch baseball a lot, but I still, it's a great game. Where'd they have the All-Star Game? Um, they had it in Denver. Denver? Yeah. Now, one of four suspects were arrested last week at the Denver Hotel near the Major League Baseball Stadium, slated to host this week's All-Star Game. They asked to be moved from the, the regular room to a balcony. So these people were staying, four people were staying in the Extended Stay Hotel. You know what Extended Stay is, yes. right? It's like a week long, you know, uh, I got nowhere Chipper else. Rate. Yeah. Yes. And we want to be moved to a balcony. And they said, okay, sure. And they said, no, 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 not just a regular balcony, a balcony overlooking the All-Star Stadium where the games are going to be held. And when they did that, read this section right here for me. Yeah, the four were arrested Friday after a maid at the Maven Hotel saw firearms and gun components inside a room and notified a supervisor. The hotel sits near Coors Field, which will host Tuesday night's All-Star game. After the event was was relocated from Atlanta earlier this year over Georgia's voting rights law. Hotel employees looked up the vehicle associated with the rent of the room and found a Mercedes with an Ohio license plate. A ballistic vest and duty belt were visible from the outside. So this is almost what was going to be, quote-unquote, what happened in Las Vegas, the Las Vegas shooting at the the Country Western show. Yeah, they were going to try something like that. They were going to try something like that at the All-Star game. And one of the, the hotel maids said, hey, look, there's a lot of weaponry, there's a lot of uh, things going on. Uh, the manager said in person who rented one of these rooms, Richard or Ricardo Rodriguez requested extend his stay by several days and asked to be moved to a room with a balcony overlooking the alleyway. It should be noticed that you know this information was concerning to officers due to location of the rifle, the ballistic vest, and requesting a room with a balcony, coupled with the fact that the 2020-2021 Major League Baseball All-Star Games are happening in the immediate area hotel. You know, this is a propensity for mass casualty. So they had almost like a kill zone, and then sure enough, heroism of a maid and all the everyone. And someone just being alert. Yeah, just yeah. someone being alert. Yeah. Not like the guy that, or the hotel that actually helped the guy carry up, I'm not going to say his name, in Las Vegas, carry up all his duffel bags through the freight elevators and put them in his room and then say, okay, see you later, sir. Uh, I'd like a tip. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah. It, and it's crazy. And, the, you know, this is, they were political. They were, A lot of these people were angry that they, because of voting rights, they move, you know, the new legislation. I don't like to get into politics here. Right. They're angry because... I had no idea yeah. that that was the reason why they moved the... Yeah, they moved the All-Star game from Atlanta. Major League Baseball, you know, said, we want fairness for everyone voting. And they said, you guys aren't playing fair. We're going to move the game to Colorado. So you think yeah. these people were part of the Georgia thing? I don't know. I think they were mad at it. They were, they, they, you know, they had either political or racial... Well, they captured uh, all four yeah. of them and, and stopped the whole mass yeah. shooting and stuff that that which happened. is a which is a great. There's too many of those every week as it is. Now we were talking about the wobbling of the of the moon. And Dan, do you have a microscope or not a microscope, a telescope? Uh no, I don't. Are you big on taking selfies? No, but I can I can see the moon from my house. <laughs> Over seventy people have reportedly died in India after lightning strikes. Now, Florida, for those of you who don't know, Florida is the lightning capital of the world. We're proud of that. Now we don't have as many deaths. 
as far as lightning strikes, but over in India, 70 people have reported died in India, including 11 taking selfies on a tourist attraction. A lightning strike in, what is this city right here? Haipur, yes. You know that place? In northern India, killed 11 people as a tourist spot in, yes. I got too many ads popping up and down. Read that oh, for okay. me, Dan. A lightning strike in Haipur, a city in northern India, killed 11 people at a tourist spot on Sunday. In addition to causing injuries to many others, 18 people have died from similar strikes in the northwest Indian state of Rajasthan on Sunday. Um, 76 people have died already this year because of lightning strikes. They took selfies in the rain on top of the Watchtower, which is a popular attraction known as Amber Fort. They have, you know, they have a country's monsoon season, which brings heavy rain, typically from June to September. So, so. what's going to happen is they're going to get a lot more monsoons and rains with the whole <laughs> moon wobble and stuff. And so what they're going out there is they're going out on this big tower and they're like saying cheese and then all of a sudden they're freaking fried yeah. mozzarella. And there's a lot of people in India that have taken selfies and fallen backwards off of cliffs. I've seen that. Also. Have you really? Yes. So there you go. I mean, if, if you want to stay away from that, uh, at the time of the incident that occurred, there were 27 people at the location was uh, being reported that some jumped to the ground <laughs> when the lightning hit. Yeah. When lightning struck around 6.30 p.m. with rescue operations carrying on into until 7 a.m. on Monday morning. There was a tower there. When the lightning struck, the tower's wall collapsed. Many people were buried under it. Since the fort is on a hill, when the debris was falling and space reduced, some people also fell into a ditch. So there you go. I mean, it's almost like the, the one condominium complex in Miami where everything fell down and like pancaked on itself in Florida. Yeah, and that's still a disaster. I feel awful for everyone involved in that. Well, maybe they should like yeah. bar this place in India for people going up there on this tower and taking trying to take selfies to get like the Instagram likes. Hey, look. Hey, y'all. I'm the deacon from North Carolina. I'm here. Woo! We're having a good time and taking a picture. And all of a sudden, zap, you're gone. Yeah. Well, they, they try to bar people. Then the people putting up the fences around there will get hit by the lightning. It's horrible. Yeah. All right. When we come back, we'll let you get back to what you got to do. I've got a couple more weird and uh, unique stories, and then we'll wrap up the program. You're listening to Deacon Live right here on Profit Radio. I'll be right back. I'm writing a book. I put my people on swiping that credit, and I come take a look. FDIC, they keep clearing it. Refunds so serious. Charged out the title with took. Got a clerk shook. Call up and check on the damage they slim, and I think it's a crook. Provisional credit, they clearing it. Refunds so serious. You're listening Double to 7731 from Chicago with his latest song, Chargeback. Hold on one sec. Hey, you're on the air. I am. You are on the air. I, okay. Uh, well, I, I wasn't calling to talk on the air. I, so I guess give me a call back when you have a second. Okay, I sure will. Thanks for calling. All right, bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> well, I don't know what that was about, but anyways, stick around. We'll be right back. Profit Radio. Profit Radio. Jesus, trying to swipe the X5 piece of shit. Thanks. Thanks for adding the I want to know how many steps I took per hour app to the S5. Thanks. Call 407. Other than that, junk. 448. What's going on over there? Zero, zero. zero. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Amy's breaking into the beer. Deacon Live now presents to you again, Steph Andre. Hey. 
with another track called Bye With Me. To hear the full length song, go to ProfitRadio.com. Maybe dance, get groovy. Do you wanna cuddle? Maybe we can watch a movie. Do you wanna chill? Girl, I got some time to kill. You know I keep it solid, baby. Gotta keep it real. I know you've been broken, girl. Take time to heal. These against these ain't it. Don't care how you feel. Welcome back to Deacon Live Boat on my far right hand side. We have IT Dan. Yes, hello. Good afternoon. For those of you who like to follow us, make sure you follow us on all your social networks. And the way you do that is go to Profit Radio, P R O P H E T Radio. Click on the social contacts and we'll send you some free stuff. Dan's got a whole bunch of sack of stickers. His his tongue is raw from licking the envelopes from the last session or the last batch that we threw out there. Yeah, I was a little woozy after that. <laughs> so we, we sent out about 230, and uh, if you haven't gotten it here soon, uh, don't worry. Your batch is coming as well, and the way you do that is go to Profit Radio, click on the free swag section, and we'll send you out some free stickers and all that stuff. Now, Dan, you play video games. Yes. Now, what, what console do you have? Oh, right now I have the PlayStation 4. Now, have you had any other consoles before yeah. that? Well, when we first got married, we got the very first first Pong console where it had a wire. Now, what, well, hold on. What year was that? That was 1974. Okay. And the first video game that was available to us was like $129. It had two cords that were about five feet long, so you couldn't even be comfortable. And you just had a slide button, and all it did is play that one Pong game. Yeah. But, you know, I went to now, the Atari there, 2600 after that. From my understanding, yeah. I think there was different variations of the Pong game. You could play yeah. like set A or set B, where you could have two things, this, I think. This one just had one Oh, you got the cheap version. Yeah, this is, well, when we, we got it when it first came out. So, Are you familiar with the uh, Nintendo 64? Yeah, I did have the Nintendo 64. Do you still have it no, laying around? No, no. no? Well, I'm sorry to say, if you still had it in mint condition, yesterday, a sealed copy of the Super Mario 64 just sold for a staggering $1.56 million. I, don't, I can't understand someone's paying that much money. Well, here you go. Read this section right here. Maybe it'll help you out. Yeah, on Friday, the earliest sealed copy one could realistically hope to obtain of The Legend of Zelda went for NES for an impressive 870000 the cultural significance of this title and its importance to the history of video games is paramount, and the condition of this copy is just so breathtaking that we're really at a loss here. While we can honestly concede that, yes, mint condition inbox Super Mario 64 is certainly an impressive find. A wind was knocked out more by the $1.5 million price tag doled out for this piece of video game history. And from my recollection, it was more of a 3D map, like you could run and jump on hills and mountains and stuff. Yeah, and then I, I played them but I wasn't it wasn't that I, I think I liked the Intellivision games even though the graphics were awful in it they were blocky <laughs> but they were the game itself was challenging and fun and that was the main thing behind it and I, and I had Amiga games like Earl Weaver baseball oh, all right and the Olympics winter and summer Olympics now in your yard it's the summertime we're running out there I had a pole saw Dan was supposed to bring a pole saw over for me and he, he didn't last week so I had to go out and buy one I brought it this week I know you brought it this week but it's a day late and a dollar short yeah. so so I just want to trim all the branches and stuff that are like hanging on the house and hanging all that stuff. Now, it's home improvement. It's that time of year. So this gentleman right here in North Shores, Michigan, what do people do with old bowling balls? Now, Dan, do you go bowling or have you gone bowling before? Yeah, well, I've, I've gone bowling, you know, a few times, you know, bowling alleys, probably once every 10 years. Have you ever, have you ever had your own bowling ball? No, I haven't had my own bowling ball. But when we were in Maine visiting my grandma, uh, my mother, my my grandmother's house, we went to her house, and downstairs in her basement, she had a four-lane bowling alley. 
Did and, she really? Yes, but it was covered with dust. It hadn't been used probably 25 years, and we spent one whole day moving all the trash and boxes now, over, and we freed up two bowling lanes, and then, you know, we had to sweep up all the dust and then, you know, like mop them down, and we got free bowling for a couple of days. Now, yeah. was it, was it, are they duck bins, or was a full-length bowling oh, alley? full-length, full-length bowling alley. And it had the ball return? Yeah. It, well, no, it, you had the ball returned, but you had to set the pin jip yourself. It was. Oh, really? Yeah. So you had a, to have like a cousin down there that didn't put him in yeah. line, Timmy. Yeah. But <laughs> Timmy, I, Timmy's getting a hard rap on this I, show. I do have an interesting bowling. There's a place called Sammy White's in Brighton, Mass, which is still available bowling okay. alley. And a friend of mine worked there when he was a kid, and they would set up pins, and they, I think they'd get a nickel for setting up a whole. You know, a bunch of pens or nickel a whole day or something. They call it, it each was fr- frame, Dan. Each, each frame. frame. Yeah. And they were they were there, and Babe Ruth was there, and he Babe Ruth was a big hulking guy, the baseball player, and he was bowling, and he hit a strike and knocked pins because he was so strong. He knocked pins any everywhere. Well, he was drunk yeah. and on cocaine at the yeah. same time. So yeah. no, I don't think he had coke back then. He <laughs> did drink, and one of the pins came flying and hit one of the kids. They hide up behind the bowling. Hit one of the kids in the head and cut his head. Just something, small cut on his forehead. Dead. Babe Ruth went and gave the kid a $10 bill. And that was like two years pay for those kids. Oh, really? And, I mean, he was walking around like he ne- probably never even seen a $10 bill before. <laughs> probably going. So it's kind of interesting story. Yeah. Kid was probably in days. He had a concussion. He's like, oh, why is this guy handing me this yeah. money? <laughs> yeah. He said, but they said he was such a, he was such a big, tall an athlete. I mean, How big was, was Babe Ruth? Was he taller than me? Because I'm a big guy. He's probably about your size for someone back then. That was. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, in Northern Shore, Michigan, what do people do with old bowling balls? One homeowner discovered what a previous property owner did with his or hers. They buried them. David Olson didn't find just one or two bowling balls buried in his property in North Norton Shore, Michigan. Dan reads. Yeah, he was Sorry. working. He was working. It's hard to see that the the printing the way they did. I know. He was working on knocking down some back steps of his home, and a single black sphere buried under cinder blocks caught his eye. So here's the here's the actual picture right here, and there's a whole bunch of uh, bowling balls. Oh, okay. He, and that was one of the bowling balls. I didn't think of a lot about it. He said I was kind of assuming there's just a couple in there to fill in. The deeper I got, the more I realized there was basically an entire grid work of them making up the weight in there. He uncovered 160 Brunswick bowling balls that had been buried. Many of the bowling balls didn't have holes drilled in for finger holes and weren't even polished. But some did have the, you know, the Brunswick logo and names like Black Beauty or Starline engraved on them. I think what happened was he had, someone was doing steps, they needed fill, and someone said, hey, I have all these bowling balls, let's just throw them all in there. So actually what happened, Brunswick Bowling Ball Production was based in that town in 1906, and then they moved it to Mexico later on in the year. So what happened was people, Brunswick also made toilet seats. And they also made a whole bunch of other things. And so at that time, if you worked for a company and there was stuff that couldn't be sold to the public, you were allowed to take it home. So this gentleman here, I guess whoever owned the house before, said, you know, I've got 200 and some odd bowling balls. Hey, what do you want to do with them? I'll take them home. i got some land to fill. Yeah, when you're trucking. I mean, <laughs> and they were probably ones that wobbled like the moon. Right. All right. One more thing before I let you go. Dan, are you a big ice cream eater? Um, I like ice cream every once in a while. No, I'm not that big an ice cream eater. 
No? If you had ice cream, what what was the one favorite? I was trying to tell maple my wife. Wal- maple walnut. Maple walnut, and that's only available up north. Yeah. We did see it once. It, it Hood, Hood ice cream had had some in Food Lion. Now, are you familiar with Kraft? You know, Kraft macaroni and cheese, Kraft yeah, food I, products. I, yeah, it's not something to eat very often, but I am familiar with it. So. All right. Are you familiar with Van, what is it, Lewin? What's this company right here? Ooh. No, I'm not sure. Van. It, it looks like a German company. Van Lewin, yeah, I would say. L-E-E-U-W-E-N. Uh, Kraft has now collaborated with Van Lewin to serve up macaroni and cheese flavored ice cream. And they got a little promotion video right here. And for those of you who want to watch this video, go to profitradio.com, click on Deacon Live, and we will play this video right here. Finally, a new kind of ice cream just for mac and cheese lovers. Yeah, Kraft Macaroni and Cheese is launching a limited edition ice cream in partnership with Van Lewin Ice Cream. Yeah. I think I'd rather get hit by lightning in India. I'm just <laughs> really yeah. What do you get when the National Macaroni and Cheese Day falls in the middle of the National Ice Cream Month? A flavor collaboration with two very different comfort foods. Yeah, that's just gross. Uh, for the first time ever, Kraft Macaroni and Cheese will launch a limited edition ice cream in partnership with Brooklyn-based Van Leeuwen Ice Cream, the cult favorite brand known for making decadent and delicious ice cream and vegan ice cream with just a few ingredients. The soft orange you makes the iconic elbow-shaped pasta pop is made with paprika, anoda, and turmeric, according to Kraft, after the brand removed artificial flavors, preserved them, and dyes from the recipe in 2016. So yeah. they're going back to the exact recipe. It's, I don't know. When I think ice cream, I don't think... Macaroni and cheese. I don't no. think macaroni and cheese. No. There's a lot of companies out there that are like doing fish taco ice creams, which is crazy in itself. When I think ice cream, I want something sweet. I don't think of... Yeah. Give me vanilla or strawberry. Or, but there's people yeah. out there that that get like the Wendy's fries and dip them in the uh, the the frosties and they like that sweet and salty. So I don't know how they're going to do that. So that's Kraft macaroni and cheese. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, what I'll do is I'll go over to McDonald's and get um, the apple pie, two apple pies. Then I drive over to Wendy's and get the smoothies. And, you know, it's kind of like apple pie and ice cream you can have. I those. know, I know. It, it, it's a mess up there. All right. On behalf of you guys listening to us, on behalf of myself and IT Dan. Yes. Have a nice night. Thank you. My name is the Deacon saying goodnight and goodnight. Wait, wait, wait. Come back. This is the end. The absolute end. Écoute-moi.